Hello, welcome to Nerdy Talk with Dan. I'm your host, Daniel Thompson, and I am with... Alvin Williams. So, a lot has uh, gone on this past week, on this Thursday at least. So let's talk about Spawn first. Mm, We called it, brother. Yep, Jamie Foxx is official as Spawn. He's been saying this since 2000 and... Eleven that he's wanted to play Spawn, and now fast forward, and he's finally nabbed the role. Is he ready? Is this what is this what he really wants? He said he was gonna get in shape for the role, you know, and uh, you know I'm sure Michael Jai White is somewhere hurting, you know, <laughs> that he's not the guy, even though he's in perfect condition to. Play him again. Well, I mean, um, it's a reboot or whatever. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I don't know. I'm not saying Jamie's out of shape, but Jamie's aging. He's old. He's old. He's aging, man. I saw him. Um, I saw him on uh, Sway in the morning with uh, Snoop Dogg, and he was just singing or whatever. And I was like, I was just looking like in his face, and I was like, it's not a good look. I was like, dang, bro, you getting, you getting old, bro. Only thing I'm the only reason why I think people will be okay with it is because he is. If they show his face, he'll be like horribly burned and disfigured. So, oh, so he'll be all right. Yeah, the extra saggy skin might might help him out a little bit. Yeah, down. yeah. He just you know hearing him be like, "I like the way you die, boy." <laughs> but in spawns, not Django, not Django voice. <laughs> yeah, in the Django voice, but like somewhat like monstrous, like a slightly tweaked. I like the way you die, boy. Yeah, Something I don't like even that. know what song spawn sounds like. He just sounds like a. You know, deep voice black guy. <laughs> no, seriously. In the like, I remember watching the animated TV show on like HBO or something, and like, and they were like, "Oh, who is?" And then this guy, like this criminal, is like, "Who is?" And he turns around and spawns like this, like seven foot five dude, and he's like looking down at him. He's like about to take your head off. Mm. And I was like, Spawn could be really cool if done right. And so this is their chance to make him the boogeyman. You know, so at first I wasn't really feeling the concept. Like, right. like this ver- movie's version is like they're saying that Spawn is gonna be like in the background. You know, you're only gonna be seeing glimpses of him and not like full on. You know, like I mean, he's pretty like gothically kind of. You know, yeah, he's got this the cape. Yeah, the weird aura about the him. Glowy eyes, the Spider Man. Right, right. Thing like going on. Chest, yeah, the, yeah, and so you know, and Todd McFarlane, the creator of him, is directing it and, and wrote it. So, you know, they they're putting a lot of faith in him to do it right, and he's as a thirteen million dollar budget, which is super low for his mm. like comic book movie. So they're gonna have to pull out all the stops to make this like good. He said he wanted to make this Jaws, a Jaws superhero movie or horror movie or something like that it's like make something out of nothing basically yeah like spawn is the shark so are we going like you see them going like heavy in the you know uh, after effects and <laughs> after effects <laughs> i did say after effects. <laughs> that'd be funny made with after effects at the end of the movie <laughs> with the graphics and the um animation there we go mm-hmm you think are you gonna go heavy with or you I feel, feel like, like they're gonna make Jamie suit up and just you know I feel like that's gonna take up at least seven million of that budget with animation yeah so 
yeah, maybe. May. Maybe. I mean, Maybe. it's definitely it's definitely a necessity to if, some extent. Yeah, if you only have like four scenes with Spawn in it and he's shrouded in shadows and you got like a little bit of a cape here and there, mm-hmm. a little bit of a costume reveal here and there, you know, I think the budget is, is doable. And now if he's fighting like if you show Spawn going up against some like demon or something, mm-hmm. then the budget increases like heavily. So it's, I don't know. It's crazy because like literally when I see uh, the picture of like Spawn or something like I imagine like a Ghost Rider. He is kind of of that ilk. And so like, uh, what think. was the Ghost Rider budget? The first, the first one. one? Yeah. It was high. It was like I think like seventy million. So, uh, I mean, what? that's modest for a superhero movie that's not super popular. And the first Spawn movie, like in the nineties, was pretty big. It was a big budget. Movie and it was like I think the one of the first movies to like do CGI in like a big capacity and it doesn't even look that good when you look at it now it's like ugh this is aged badly Nothing but looks good now <laughs> yeah but at the time it was like pretty pretty tight like when I was a kid I thought the effects were great so I think it's it's best to do a, a small Spawn movie so then it can make a shitload of money. Mm-hmm. And then for the sequel, you can kind of go bigger, you know, increase that budget to like fifty million if it made like a hundred mil off of that seven, that thirteen million dollar budget, right. you know. But if it makes more than that, you know, they might just say, "Hey, let's let's do more," because it's from the producer of Get Out and Blumhouse, Jason Blumhouse, I think that's his name, mm-hmm. and he pretty much makes movies on the cheap and flips it. That's his thing. He freaks it. <laughs> I spent a couple million and I freaked it. <laughs> and that's pretty much his philosophy. And like everybody in Hollywood is like, how are you doing this? And he's like, it's pretty simple. You just don't overspend your fucking budget. He bought an 87 for the weekend. And he freaked it. And that's like the thing. Like, uh, Get Out only made for like, I think he said like 8 million or something like that. How much did it make? Like over two hundred million, I think. Crazy amount of money. Crazy amount of money. So he just profited super hardcore off of this concept, this small idea, and so he's like investing in these Jordan Peele types who have a clear movie in their head and a clear script, and he's like, "All right, go make it." Because mm-hmm. yeah, because apparently the rule is if you make a movie for whatever budget you make it for, you have to spend the same amount on marketing. So Spawn's marketing will be thirteen million. Mm. So. I don't know how far that will get you in, like, you know, uh, social media and stuff like that. But I feel like it's such a underground character. Mm-hmm. Black people know yeah. Spawn pretty well. I mean, yeah, when you really see Spawn, like, it starts to ring bells and you really start to remember. Because, like, I think Spawn was in Happy Meals toys at one time. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> it was like, boy, I think Spawn was... Maybe PG. It might have been PG. It was PG thirteen, so it could have been. Who knows? But I don't know. I, I kinda, it's I just, hard to sell the hell, hellish right character there. for McDonald's. But <laughs> but you know, I think uh, it'll be interesting to see how it's marketed, how the first trailer goes. Because one, the first right. yeah, the first trailer you see, you know, have like you know, you don't, you can't, you got to show like a little bit of spawn. You can't pull a venom, you know, and just have like Jamie Foxx like. <laughs> All in the screen. Having a voiceover as weird, random shit is playing against his voice. So, you got to show, like, you know, some stuff. Like, you know, it could be some cops talking about, oh, did you hear about uh, 
uh, whatever Spawn's name is. Or uh, you hear about Al Simmons? Yeah, he was just like a hitman, blah blah blah. You know, poor bastard died in a fire, shot shot to hell, stuff like that. And then you know, you could have that juxtaposed to like seeing like a hand rise out of a grave or some shit. Mm-hmm. But with a spawn hand, like you know, with the glove, with the red glove, with the red gloves, some, some shit, or just like you know, or somebody shook, you know, like some victim of spawn or somebody who saw spawn doing his thing, just like telling the story, and then it's just like, yeah, he was here, mm. and then you they look up and see like a little cape like flap out of the off of the screen just for like a second like something just mm-hmm. like ran off, off screen yeah, just yeah. something eerie they need just a little bit of an eerie thing but they don't need they, they don't need to do a full reveal yeah, that just, was like 90s trailer yep, right there it was but say. spawn is a character of the 90s so i would want it to have that feel how about this one how about this i like the whole cops and stuff talking about <laughs> his death and everything here we go and maybe somebody uh we'll, we, we'll break it and 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 not even um I wouldn't have the person talking about. I have the person who saw Spawn, like maybe narrate over a situation, mm-hmm. but kind of have the situation going on. And like you said, maybe the cape flies off and cape here, hand goes across <laughs> screen there, boom there, and then screen just goes something. Black. Yeah, just a tease. I just want a little tease. I don't even want to see the. I don't want to see the eyes. No, I don't want to see the eyes. Nothing. I just want to see. Uh, yeah, I want to see like a little silhouette. You know, maybe you could do. Okay, the yeah, eye maybe, glowing. maybe maybe a close silhouette like. From like chest up, I was saying the close up, just like straight face zoom. It's got to be super. Ob- it's got to be super obscure. That's what I would want because I feel like when that, it's the most effective when you see trailers for something where you're like, I don't know what the fuck this is, but then as it keeps going, you get little like tidbits and you're like, wait, is this? And then right. like a perfect example would be the fr- the latest Power Rangers reboot mm-hmm. when the. Uh, the first teaser came out. It was kind of like this emo-looking thing, desaturated. You had all these teenagers that were being like emo and shit, mm-hmm. and like this teenager's dad is like, "Oh, you know, now you got to spend the rest of your year, you know, with a, a, a bunch of like hoodlums in detention and shit like that." And then you're just like, "This is just another fucking teen drama," and it looked well shot and stuff like that. But then they show like an explosion, and then the kids find the coins. And you're like, they're different colored coins. Mm. And then they're teenagers. Gradually pushing it. And then you start hearing this guitar riff. And then like the 90s kid version of yourself. It's like starts to put the pieces together. Like, you know, and the, the Power Rangers beat starts coming. You're like, hmm. But the hmm. thing, like I said, the, the, just like you said, like, like Spawn's going to resonate with like a couple of, you know, black people, whatever the case is. But. I know you have to give a little bit more to sell it. Well, yeah, I know that, but you but have to give a little bit more. To I know, sell I know. It. You might need to show some action or something, but you know, because it's a '90s property. Not actually, Spawn is right up there with Venom. Spawn might be a, like neck and neck with Venom. Like, it's the same creator of that character, the same design it's almost. He's probably he's right up there. He might be past Venom only because he's kind of R-rated, and people want to see an R-rated character. Yeah, and now that that's why they're trying to make Venom kind of R-rated when he was never really. Well, Venom uh, kind of dropped the ball. This one, so yeah. So uh, I guess this is a perfect time to bring it out. Yeah, you can't wait for the second trailer to do like a full reveal. I w- I would just say if you're trying to make the movie a boogeyman story, you can even promote it like it's a 
ghost haunting movie or something like some cop movie that's involving some type of ghost and so people that go see it are like oh this is just some like horror movie involving like an investigation blah 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 and then as the movie's going and you start to like see some crazy shit you're just like oh okay this is yeah and then you see spawn you're like whoa this is a spawn movie i kind of wish that they went that route they like they didn't say anything that it was related to spawn so that way like if they just made it a movie called like uh uh hellfire or something called it hellfire hell, oh, okay. hell so like actually saying spawn yeah just a, a weird name like and you think oh it's just a generic horror movie involving some cops so is that gonna be the name spawn well that's right well right now it's just called the spawn movie so yeah, but it, it it's probably not gonna like every article just says a sp- a spawn. Gotcha, gotcha. But I, who knows? I would want it to be called something else only because that surprise factor. Like I was so like the perfect example is have you seen that movie Split? The guy with the multiple personality disorders yeah, and he kidnaps this little these young women. Well, most of the movie you're enjoying it because it's his own standalone thing, and you're like, "Oh, it's uh, sorry, I'm gonna spoil the movie for you." No, or anybody who's listening, don't listen to this part no, if you no. haven't seen Split. Listen. But it make it, it connects. But basically, uh, yeah, this guy with multiple personality disorders, he's kidnapped these three women. Crazy stuff happens throughout the movie. He ends up he, throughout the movie. He's saying that the beast is gonna come out, like the beast is coming, like it's one of his personalities, and you're just like. He's saying what the beast can do, like, oh yeah, he can like climb on walls and he can like he's he's stronger than like twelve guys put together, you know, like he's invincible, invulnerable, and stuff like that. And then the third act, the beast finally comes and this fucker is like climbing on the walls and stuff like that. So the movie took a huge like genre turn. Yeah. And then you're just like you're into it. Like I was into it. And then by the end of the movie, uh uh they show like a news report going on in a uh, a diner, and this guy is sitting at the end of the diner with a, with a hoodie on and a hat. And then this familiar music starts playing. If you're a film fan, and it's the music from Unbreakable, and you've never seen that movie. It's got Samuel L. Jackson in it, and uh, no, I've not. Yeah, it's got Samuel L. Jackson and and Bruce Willis in it, and that was involving a character. Yeah, well. To give you backstory, that movie no, was no, 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 no. The backstory of Unbreakable is a guy has finds survives a train crash and he's the only survivor. And Samuel L. Jackson's this crippled guy called Mister Glass because he's got this like rare bone disease or something mm-hmm. where he's like super brittle. And he looks at Bruce Willis and he's like, "Yeah, you got superpowers, man." And he's like, "No, I don't." But throughout the whole movie, he's finding out he actually does have powers. Like, he's super strong. He When he touches people, he can see what they've done and mm-hmm. shit like that. And uh, it turns out, at the end of that movie, Samuel L. Jackson is the bad guy. He's his opposite. He caused a train crash in the first place just to find somebody special like Bruce Willis. Yes. So this next movie, Split, is a sequel to that movie. And then the third movie that's about to come out, called uh, Glass... Is going to be a culmination of that, but it's going to be uh, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce Willis going up against Samuel L. Jackson and the guy with the split personality disorder from Split. So now it's like the perfect like yeah. thing. You not, like when I saw the movie, like when I saw Split and that twist came, I was like, "Holy shit! It's some, this movie is Unbreakable too." I like the way they did the it, unbreakable and yeah, extra fragile. Yeah, 
And they did it in such a, a slick way that I was like, more movies should do this. I should go see a, a movie and not know that it's related to something, else. something that I'm in that I like might be into. Like other people didn't really know what the fuck that meant when they saw Bruce Willis show up. They were like, "Wait, what does this mean?" And I was like, "Go now, watch Unbreakable." Now, with that, like, how many, how many people actually go to movies that they feel they're unrelatable to, though? Because a lot of people only go see movies because, like, oh, I know about this, and I that's a backstory. You know? Well, you never know. Like, Get Out, you know, could have. Could have easily been like uh like people saw Get Out, it was off of word of mouth and people didn't even want to spoil the twist. Mm-hmm. So it's you know, Get Out could have been like an X Men movie, really, you know, you you know, you or some something it could have been a genre movie. Yeah. You never know. But, you know, it's just like one of those things where uh you know, it's just you kinda have to go off of the merit of your own movie. You know, like if, it, if there's like a big superhero movie like Spawn that's kind of an underground thing that people don't really know about. You know, the, it would be great after the first week. The word of mouth, people are like, yo, this movie's about, this movie's a Spawn movie. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. it's fucking crazy. I didn't even expect it. And, you know, you might not be, you just wanted to see a, a haunting movie with mm-hmm. a little bit of action or whatever. Then you get a, you get some weird quasi-superhero type thing, you know, or anti-hero type thing, and you're just like, yeah, this is this is this is cool for people who don't know. Yeah, so you know, as long as you kind of straddle that line, of, like that's why I feel like people weren't upset with the whole split thing, is because it was just a tiny but big twist that happened at the end, and people who didn't know about it or didn't even know what it was referencing, the people who did know were like, "Yo, this is Unbreakable too. Mm-hmm. This is basically like this is a sequel to Unbreakable," and people were like, "Like, what's Unbreakable?" And then so you gotta go back, you and, gotta watch go back and watch it. And then when you watch it, it's like a little, it's a rewarding piece of like material because you're like, oh, so this is like what Samuel L. Jackson was talking about, you know? And so, and so this whole thing, you know, kind of it makes it a rewarding experience. I think audience members like to be rewarded for sticking it through. I give you that. I give you that. Yeah. So well, well put, sir. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'm, well I'm, I'm I'm pretty passionate about this type of stuff. I mean, <laughs> we made it made a podcast about it. But you know, in other news, solo. What you got? What you got? I just want to say I was super right about <laughs> about solo's like box office estimates. Were you? I was, but I was I was too afraid to like stick by it one hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, you know, I was like, oh, it's only going to make like 60 or 80 million. I said something crazy like that. Because that's crazy to say that about a Star Wars movie. Yeah, it is. But I just had a feeling. And then when we saw, or and then when, you know, the the weekend projections came out, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, yeah, Solo is predicted to make like 80 million over the three-day weekend and then another 20 million on Monday, Memorial With Day weekend. Memorial Day, yep. And I was like, yeah, technically... Yeah, and I was like, technically, with the, counting the three day alone, I won that. Like I, I was right about that. But then they added the Memorial Day to make themselves feel better, so they didn't have to deal with a, a Star Wars movie <laughs> not, not passing a hundred million. Someone says it's, is, or a lot of people are saying it's not gonna be, it's not gonna join the billion dollar club like the last. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, Star Wars, Star Wars film alone, man, like. 
back in the day. Well, even I was not gonna say back in the day. Like now, when you hear Star Wars, people get excited, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, what is the re- why? Why didn't it make some like make the anticipated amount? Well, one, it just didn't. You know, didn't sell. Was it a marketing? Well, I think there's a lot of things. One, it, they only had they they. They premiered the first trailer for the movie during the Super Bowl. Okay. For a movie that was coming out in May. That was, That's not a lot of marketing time. Yeah. Like, I already knew about Jurassic World last, like, July. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, like, with that mindset, they didn't really have enough time to build up anticipation. And also, fans were just coming off of The Last Jedi, which came out in December, and that kind of bummed out a lot of fans. Mm-hmm. And so... People are probably a little exhausted from Star Wars because they're like, "Really, another Star Wars movie?" You know, I think you guys are milking it. If they had waited till like December or November, it would have had a bit bigger turnout, maybe. But then you also have the element of the guy playing Han Solo. People were like, uh, "I don't think he's right for the role." And then they saw the movie and they were like, "No, he's good in it. He's good in it. It's mm. great." You know, and it was one of those things where. Just, just something you could watch the trailer and be like something not quite right about this. As a a geek or a nerd or whatever, you just <laughs> you just have a feeling. Then opening night, you know, when I was in line, it just didn't feel it was, right. It was a weird vibe, man. It was it was weird. So and then I saw it a second time. I saw it on the Saturday of that week mm-hmm. weekend, and then uh, was it even worse? I fell asleep a couple times, man. Oh, <laughs> I fell asleep. No, a couple. you did. Like there were certain scenes where I was like, "Man, this is so boring." Like, and then that kind of recalculated my brain about the movie itself and what I would have did. So now I kind of know how I would have framed a Han Solo movie. Like I know where it went went wrong. Everyone on the other side of this microphone, please close your eyes. Right. <laughs> gonna make me do it all right Let's so so there's t- tons of sen- different scenarios you could have done to make this movie more interesting okay so they have a heist they have a train heist in the movie okay they trying they're trying to steal some basically oil but it's not oil it's like energy or whatever mm-hmm. and uh you know they the pirates are trying to steal from them and that makes the whole train heist more complicated. But that the way it was constructed was so boring. I was like, let's just take this whole setting somewhere else to where fans like kind of are like, oh shit, this would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like, what if the job was they had to steal something from Darth Vader, which is the guy with the big black mm-hmm. helmet? But like, in, father, yeah. yeah, in his uh, I know in, Darth Vader. I'm sorry, I'm just saying. Right. You look like you didn't know. Eyes closed. But in his lair, he has a lair on. This planet where he got burned badly by his mentor that he has to, you know, stay on when, you know, he's not doing important shit. And so, <laughs> and so it's kind of like a constant reminder of, like, you fucked up. Like, your cockiness is what made you like this. So he's got all these fucking, like, important shit in his fucking lair. And they have to go in there and steal some shit from him. You know how cool that would have been to say Han Solo stole and his crew of goons rolled up on on Darth Vader, but you know, trying to avoid Darth Vader, no one wants to fucking meet him. But rolled up into his crib and stole some shit from him, and then like a couple of his like crew got killed during the mission because of it. Way more exciting than them just going on a fucking train and then pirates show up trying to to steal their 
their oil. I'll, I'll give you. Um, I'm gonna give you a C on that one. No, that was good. That was good. You wanna know why it's good? It's just like, and I hate to make this comparison. You remember Ant Man? Yeah. Like you know the feeling when you saw Ant Man, you were like, oh, I'm not really super excited to see this movie. Mm-hmm. But then halfway through the movie, they're like, Oh, we're gonna we gotta steal something from a important place. Mm-hmm. And then Ant Man's going to the location, and he's like. Why didn't you tell me it was a fucking like he didn't say fucking, but why didn't you tell me it was the Avengers man like the Avengers Avengers lair or whatever? So now you're kind of like, oh shit, like he's got to rob the Avengers. So it, so you stole the plot from Ant Man. Well, that movie, <laughs> well that movie stole the plot from other I got you, heist I got films, you. but but to just compare the significance of that in a Star Wars movie, you're kind of you, I would feel more like Han Solo was in peril, even though I know he's not gonna die. You know, like, I would be like, oh, you know, and plus it makes it cool that he's, like, done that shit before as, like, a youngin, you know, but have you, you saw Han Solo yet? No, I didn't. Oh, well. But you're not, you're not making me want to see it. I'm sorry, but I fell asleep during, like, both heists. Both heists were that, like, not creative, they weren't creative at all. Like, I'm just saying this as someone who would be, like. If given the opportunity to say, "Hey, if yeah, yeah, would yeah. you do a solo movie?" I'd say, "Well, let's take the train heist out." Now, now the thing is, though, like, do you? I don't know, cause like even when you said train heist, I was like, like sound like Fast and Furious. I know, but there's been other train heists <laughs> before. You. But see, yeah, just to go back to what you were like, saying about Ant Man and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but to just kind of like think about that is in Fast and Furious is. Or Fast Five's way of doing it was way more interesting. It right. wasn't just they were on top of a train. Right, right, right. That's all that Solo was. Is like they were on top of a train. There was like a ship. classic western. Yeah, there was a ship <laughs> above it. They had to break off some clamps and fucking like hook up the train part that Monster. they wanted so the mm-hmm. plane or so the ship could fly off with it. And then pirates come. That's it. And then they're fighting to like. <laughs> Keep your truth. Yeah, and I'm just like, is this really the best you could come up with? Like, but they said the movie was rewritten heavily, so maybe they did, maybe they didn't. Uh, you know, and uh, just the the second mission that they had to do is fucking stupid. Well, not. I'm, I think, I think that would. I think with uh, them stealing from Darth Vader and not actually fighting him. Yeah, not fighting him. That's what I'm saying. That now, that now I think I think more so would have been more of a comedic. It, no, no, no. But that's uh, yeah. that, that's the point. Like, yeah. I want some peril, but I want it to be fun. Because yeah. as soon as you find out that they're like, I'm first like, oh, shit. and it would be yeah. funny if they didn't know that it was his lair. It's just like, yeah, you got a you got a place to steal from, place you got to go steal. Mm-hmm. They go there, the and then they start seeing some shit, and they're like, wait, <laughs> you know, this is fucking Darth Vader's. And then you could have Han talking to Chewie, like mm-hmm. Chewie's freaking out, and he's like. He's like, Chewie, we got a job to do, all right? And Chewie's like, he's just like, he's like, I don't like it any more than you do. But if we don't do this job, they're gonna kill us. Yeah. And then Chewie's like, and he's like, well, yeah, you make a good point. They're gonna kill us too, you know? And so just shit like that, where you can make it, you can make it fun for the audience, and then have Darth Vader kind of wake up mid heist. Especially for origin story. Yeah, have him wake up mid heist, and then just start wrecking or killing some of Han's crew. But he doesn't kill Han and Chewie and a couple other people. Yeah, yeah, they survive. They get the loot. But it also shows like the criminal life where it's just like, oh, well, they died. But, you know. We good. We got this break. <laughs> more, more for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so it needed a little bit more grime to me. 
you know. So you but, did say you wanted more grit and grime. More, in yeah, that movie. more grime, you know. But yeah, I'm, I'm saying the bad parts, but they were great parts. The parts I woke up at, I was like, oh, I really want to see this part again. <laughs> I mean, the third act was yeah. the best, yeah, but. Well, hey, I thought this was going to be your intro into the Star Wars universe and kind of get you to watch the other ones, but I, I don't know if that would, if I, if this would be the thing I would show people who want to get into Star Wars. Really? Yeah, I don't think. What but, is, what is your, what is the, what is the movie that I should see? What is the Star Wars movie that I should see? That's tough, man, because I would say the originals, but you can't watch the originals really now in this prequel world because the prequels are kind of, you got to, yeah, they tell the story and then you got to watch the old ones and then the mm. prequels, or and then these new ones are in between or sometimes before, right, 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 right. you know, so it's just like, it's it's a hard thing to choose up. They they dropped the ball. They dropped the ball. This you know they got Donald Glover in it, and he was kind of the, this. He might be the segue that you might be like, you know what? I kind of like this. I'm movie. gonna say watch watch me like go watch the movie and be like, you know what? I like that movie. You'd be like, yo, Fast Furious too, bro. <laughs> no, 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 I think I think everybody who likes that movie, they're valid. Their opinions are valid. That's you know, you go into a movie wanting something. And you don't have high expectations for it or a vision for what you think it could be. Mm-hmm. And you come out happy. That's good. I'm not yeah, trying to knock those I people. I definitely don't want to like try to expect anything. First off, not knowing the, the yeah. story of it. Yeah, I don't want to knock anybody who's listening who enjoyed it. Your tastes are valid, too. I just think it had its great moments. It had some fantastic moments. It just was too bogged down with other things that just didn't work. And, uh, yeah. True, true. But this weekend is expected to make 60 plus million. Well, that first weekend, if it won't bad, dude. <laughs> if it was not bad. <clears throat> I mean, 103 million is low. That's a low, big. On four days. For Star Wars, it's yeah. low. Deadpool 1 had a big opening that on, more, on like, in February, Valentine's Day weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it did come up. <laughs> yeah, so you know, it's like you know, they're saying that other movies and stuff like that are gonna push down its its money. Now in the sequel, uh, are we keeping? Well, we gotta keep the same characters. Yeah, you know, but but the third act kind of sets up a better solo movie, a sequel. Like I'm kind of excited if they do get to do a sequel. Because then they can fix the, the, they they'll come at it more correctly. It's like a rap rap battle or not a rap battle, but a rap beef when somebody mm-hmm. comes at you with some stuff you weren't expecting, and you're like, "Oh, I was ill prepared this time." And then you start making your next like retaliation song, and then it's like well thought out and shit, properly constructed, right? Like push your T. <laughs> The story uh, of added on. Uh, what's his name? Pusha T. No, no, no. <laughs> the story of who? Added on. Added on. I really fuck you say it. The story of Drake. <laughs> Look, this isn't even Nobody involving. Seems to know about. Look, this isn't even involving. This isn't even involving real nerdy talk. But I would be rude to not even mention this whole thing. Man. For those of you who don't know what this, what's going on, there's a whole rap. 
beef going on right now between Drake, the biggest artist this of all time right now. For like 15 but it's reached the boiling years, point bro. between Drake and this artist named Pusha T. What? <laughs> oh, if you don't know who Pusha it's, T it's, is, it's like the street urchins know who he is, but like the mainstream people, we might have heard one song from him when he was like featured with Tyler the Creator. Tyler the Creator. Yeah. Philip Pharrell Williams. No, no, no. Pusha T was like he did a song with Tyler the Creator. No, really. Trouble on my mind. That's the only one I know. Okay, if you don't know. That's actually Pusha the only T when he was back with the clips. Don't. Don't. Sorry, I don't know. Really? Sorry. I don't know. No, sorry. I don't know. Sorry, that's like every lunch beat. That then that's where it came from. That's Ooh. where it originated Ooh, from. Ooh, a lunch beat. Ooh. It everybody came from did it. Everybody did that in school. It's so cliche. <laughs> that's where it started. <laughs> Doesn't, oh matter. My Doesn't matter. Doesn't okay. matter. We're, 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 no, you're, not, you're not about to put Pusha T. First, you know what? I'm pushing Pusha T. Pusha all T, out of the way. Pusha T is the only guy here still besides ASAP Rocky still rocking braids. <laughs> take your backpack off. <laughs> <laughs> take, take your fucking back fan backpack no, off. Uh, and fucking no, no, no. You're not about to sit here and push like you're not about to push <laughs> a T <laughs> to the side, bro. Like he signed with good music or whatever the case is, but he is <laughs> real. <laughs> Real boring. So you sound like an Aubrey fan. I am an Aubrey fan. Boy. <laughs> Big Sean, what? Huh? <laughs> what? What? I mean, no, that's just how... Let's, would... dig, let's dig into this a little bit, Daniel. We have to dig into this only because it's so interesting. So, the first beef that came out, or the first song that came out was by Drake after... No, it wasn't. I thought Pusha T said something about Drake, and then Drake retaliated with the song. So the first song came out on Pusha T's album. Okay, correct. But nobody came, knew. and Everybody just thought Drake posted some shit because he was annoyed with Pusha T for some reason that we didn't know about. No, because the whole point... Uh, okay, this is what happened. Oh, my God. God. He's we, like punching his fist. Little... little. Okay, Pusha T... You don't have to push was, your fist when you're talking about it. Pusha T was rocking <laughs> bathing apes <laughs> back when he was with the clips with Pharrell Williams. Everybody knows Pharrell Williams. The happy... Yes, happy guy. With, yeah. The guy that never ages. Okay. Little Wayne started wearing bait. That's too far. Pusha You're going T, back too far. We're, we're, gonna put it, we're just going to put it there. We're just going to put it there. Pusha T got into it with Little Wayne about the whole clothing thing. Then Drake responded. Last beef was like five years ago. So, this past Sunday, I want to say, Pusha T put an album out. On his songs, he fe- he uh mentioned Drake again. Don't remember the specific line. Oh, you don't remember the lines? You want to know why? Because first off, he's not. Th- oh, I'm sorry. I got I got passionate for it. Let me take my backpack you off. Did. Let me look at this objectively, hey, bro. You got a fanny pack if you rock. Oh, okay. Twenty four hours after uh, Pusha's album came out, Drake had responded with Dubby. Yeah, Dubby. Dubby. Duppy. Duppy. Which means ghost. I didn't understand a word. I didn't understand his punchlines at all. I did. All. You know why? Because he's a clever Please give writer. Me a punchline. Give me a punchline. He's talking about pin. He's putting the pin to the to the sheets. Please tell me. <laughs> one punchline that Aubrey Drake. Let me, I got to pull up the lyrics, man. You can't just tell me to talk about a song no, that see, just that's, came out. That's, and that's how I know. But even the shit. Know you know what? You know what? You know why I was good? Because was because any song that starts off like a rap beef song that starts off with somebody saying, the nerve. 
The audacity. Yeah, that means you're light skinned. <laughs> that means you're light skinned. No, skin, don't bro. get me wrong. I would say that if I ever got, if I was a rapper and somebody came at me with a song, I would probably retaliate with you that. You probably start off and be like, oh my God. Yeah, I'd be like, he really did that. Did the you? nerve. The audacity. And I would be like, but I would turn on my SoundCloud. No, but I would add it. I would I would add in the thing from, that the Grinch says when he says the nerve and the audacity. The yeah, in the, the the Ron Howard movie mm. when he's like the nerve, the audacity, the unmitigated gall. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would go into my rap beat that was good. and just ruin whoever's like. But here's the lyric. Here's okay, okay. But actually, some of these lyrics are so deep, it, with, deep with with context that I get that it flew over it's your too head. Deep? No, it's. No, 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 but but okay, for, okay. but listen. If we're if we're talking about if we love rap, the point of loving rap is to deconstruct lyrics. If it's just fucking shit that's like, like straight up like in your face, like you know what he's saying, then it's just like it's it. it, it I have to I have to put you on a lower pedestal because like he's saying like you know he's saying like a let's see, I, I, okay, yeah, let's see. Here's one. I've done things for him. I thought that he never would need. Father had to stretch his hands out and get it from me. You don't know that that reference? Kanye West saying Kanye West had to do something. Had to ask Drake for something. And Drake helped him out because he's a nice guy. (laughs) And then I like this line just because it's so stylish from saying you're just writing. He just says, I just left from over. By y'all putting pen to the sheets I, I would say that As a writer I'm going to start saying that I've been putting pen to the sheets man <laughs> Tired of sitting quiet And helping my enemies eat Keep getting temperature checks They know that my head overheats You hear that sizzle That's the temperature rising Here we go <laughs> He's like, y'all are the spitting image of whatever jealousy breeds. Don't push me when I'm in album mode. You're not even top five as far as your label talent goes. How are you going to tell me that that is not a great line? That, 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 that's so insulting. That made me, ins- like, I felt personally attacked by that line. Please, one more time. Okay. Don't push me when I'm in album mode. You're not even top five as far as your label talent goes. <laughs> is Pusha T the top five on his on his record label? No. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Say been Pusha T's record label and tell me who. Good music. No, no, no. That's not his. That's the label. That's the. That's no. Listen, we're gonna get to the bottom of this. <laughs> Let's see. We're, we're like so dorky me, about let this. Me, let me, let me, let me, we're so dorky. No, 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 no. If we do that, we're gonna jump. We're gonna jump ahead into Pusha T's response. Okay. And I don't want to do that because that's just you know it's it's that is complex within itself. Don't you think? Go ahead, bro. You got it. I'm waiting on you. Okay. Aubrey, for all the Aubrey friends out there, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. So the so the label that he's at now isn't good music, actually. It's not. No. Mm. Well, maybe it is. He does. <laughs> it's hard to tell because he's not really that like. This was good music. That's no, why. Okay. That's okay. why. I, and I give you a Drake that, uh, uh, a line that Drake said. He said, "You, um, you follow 
Okay. Somebody who's younger than you. Okay. Well, I'll, well, well, here's all the people that are on good music. Mm-hmm. And you can tell me if he deserves to be on top five. Kanye West, Big Sean, Side High the Prince. Side High the Prince, yes. Uh, He's a good rap- rapper. Designer. Uh, did I say Kid Cudi already? No. Yeah, Kid Cudi. So, what, what, I mean, what are you saying? Those are big names. Travis Scott. Those are big names. <laughs> those are big five. Those are big, big names. But technically, that would mean he's not in the top five. Like he's not selling. He's not name, pushing. Name top five out of those people. Kanye West. Kanye West. Of course, he's the number one. Uh, <laughs> Big owner. Sean. Big Sean definitely being top five of good music. And I'm not labeling this as like they're like great musicians or anything. But I'm just going off of their how much money they're making off of their album sales okay. and shit like mm-hmm. that. Uh. Designer, the ant. <laughs> I ant. had to pause. <laughs> I had to pause, but designer actually is. I mean, Panda, come on. Ant. How long is Panda? <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not referencing that. Come on, Travis Scott. Okay, he's he's definitely in top five. That's three. Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi hasn't put an album or song. He's putting out. the album out actually. This no, next. that is not top five. He's top, Kid Cudi is top five. He's got. He can freestyle. He can. You've never listened to ant. that. Hold on. Hold on. I'll pause you right there. You wanna know why I you wanna know why? <laughs> Hold on, let me talk. You wanna know why I think he's good at freestyling? Come on. You can't tell me you well you haven't heard him freestyle, but he's like, I ain't playing games no more. My name is Pac-Man. I will I will I will I will eat you get <laughs> I said, Oh my god. Oh, wait, what? Say yeah, again. come on. That was the best freestyle. I He's okay. He said this. He said, I ain't playing games no more. My name is Pac-Man. I will I will I will I will eat you up. He, I, I put out, I yeah, took yeah, out the N word yeah, out. Yeah. But that was like, when he did that freestyle, I was like, yeah, you know what, Kid Cutters? Okay, okay, first off. Then he makes his own, he makes his own beats. Prince is the hottest freestyler in good. I'm not trying to, I'm not going off of talent. I'm not going off of talent. I'm just saying. Popular. Oh, you're going off numbers. I'm going, yeah, I'm, I told, box I, I told, office numbers. This, Audience listeners, didn't I just say? You did just say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, don't be but Pusha T still makes more money than he did. Yeah. 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 Well, probably, because he's president, right? He's president and Kanye West is the founder. So, yeah. But he's not top five as far as artists go on that record. I mean, on that label. Yeah, man. He's not. Yeah, man. He's not. He's been in the game the longest. It's like. Sure, it's, he's been in the game. It's like saying, it's like saying Whiskey. But, like, does your people, like, our people in our age bracket actually consider him, like, to be a big deal? Would we really, like, support him if a new. Only the real ones. Album? Yeah, that's not a lot. That's not a lot of people. He just he doesn't compare to Drake. He'll but never. I'm glad you know you're not in the you're not in the bunch. I know I'm not in the bunch. I only <laughs> I only like one song by him, and that I, maybe if I looked through his discography, I'd be like, you know what, this is pretty good. Can I say something real quick? You can say something. I'm gonna say something, bro. Are you about to talk about his? I his, was gonna talk okay, about this. Okay, okay, before we before we get into that, because like I said, this is gonna delve into a whole different thing. Let's not take too much longer because we got a little bit more left. <laughs> Movie wise, okay. Oh, I'm just gonna say this Drake did a great song, Duppy Freestyle. Was okay, great. bro. The story of Adion, I don't even know. Add how it to say it. Add it on. There we go. Add it Add. on. Okay, he starts off says, Drug dealing the side, ghost writing the side. Because Drake, ghost writing, guess what? Hold on, time out. Wait, <laughs> let's have a heart to heart about your pride. Ooh. Even though you're a multi, 
I see that your soul don't look alive. Drake just put a song out with Block Boy. I know, look, look, alive, look alive, look alive. Okay, Ooh, smart singy reference. The M's count different <laughs> when baby. I don't know how to help. Oh, sorry, that was my that was my my <laughs> Google assistant. The M's the are the M's because she didn't know how to help with that whack bar. The M's count different when baby devised the pie. Ooh. Wait, let's examine why. Yeah, guess yeah. This sounds oh like this sounds gosh. like one that sounds like the fucking Riddler wrote that shit. <laughs> for oh, let's examine why Batman. Your music for the past few years. You could have just said the whole lyrics. Of lies. You say the whole song. I'll start it at the home front. I'm on one. I don't get that one. That's as high the song like when he started. Oh, I wouldn't know because nobody fucking knows his discography. No, no, no. That was Drake's song. I'm on one. Yeah, I don't know that. And song. I'm on one. See, that's. Yeah, I don't, why am I having what this? What about you, the boy? Why boys? am I having this discussion no, 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 with you? What about that one song? Why like, am no, I no, having listen, this discussion listen, with listen, you, bro? No, what about you, the fucking best? You, the, what about that song? I thought that was like the no, shit that No, he started it all. He, he just said, I'm starting from the home front. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That was Drake's song. Well, that really I'm not saying home. I'm a, a Drake stand. I'm just saying I like Drake. Fuck. I'm just, Your father walked away at five. Hell of a dad thing. Marriage is something that Sandy never had, Drake. How you a winner, but she keep coming in last place. This dude just came at his mother and his father in the same. Okay, okay but let's dissect this. Drake has to fight this man. No, let's let's just no. like, let's dissect this because one, I feel like this is the the rapping of someone who clearly is out of rap options. You wanna know why? Because he made it. He took it to a he took it to a level that it was not. So it wasn't supposed to be like that. What is beef if we're not like that's, deep? No, 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 no. That's different. When you involve like, you didn't even get to the other juicy stuff. But we're talking about <laughs> just like Steve Harvey. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it got it. He took it to not even a like. He does, let's, he, let's, say he doesn't take care of his kid. Yeah, right? let's 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 go back to like the the most infamous rap rap beef. Rap beef. Uh, well, I guess. You know, there's the ether. You know what I'm referring to? Ether. Jay Z and Waiting. I don't know who. You know, come on, fucking no, say I don't it. Know. Fucking say it. I don't know. Say those words. I don't know. Who say it. it. You got it. You no, you say it. Wait for you to say it, because I'm about to Google this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a whole different thing. With Jay Z and Lil Wayne? No, you fucker. I don't know who I don't know who had read. Nice. Okay, yeah, Nas, Nas is yeah, kind of like in Pusha T's category, but he's <laughs> but he's good. great. But that he's but he's great though. I, I can agree. With that you. was a rap lyric right there. Great. That was a rap lyric. I give you that. Nas is only. Uh, we'll find out. But, yeah. but anyways, here's here's what I'll say. Yeah. That whole rap beef was just saying insults like, "Hey man, you look like you got a, a dick in your mouth," or like, "You look like you got dick sucking lips," or something like that. He said it to Jay Z, and that was funny because you're like, "Yeah, Jay Z does got." It was immature. You got some water coolers on. <laughs> it was immature. Right. But, you know, Drake's little response was just saying, hey, you guys are fucking, you know, serpents, man. You guys just don't respect other people who are your, supposed to be your friends who are on the come up. He was actually talking about Kanye West with mm-hmm. that. But Kanye West and Pusha are tight. Mm-hmm. Tight knit. So he's like, you know, 
you know, I want Houston Jenkins, like, I just want to see my guys succeed, you know, like, I'm just trying to help everybody win, mm-hmm. even I tried to help you guys win, y'all fucking, you know, fucking, all right, talking about cl- a closed beef, because J- fucking Kaye's got his head so far up his ass about fashion. That, first off, that was back in, like, 2000. I know, but it's, but it's, but it's still, like, a thing. Yeah, it's still a thing, so I'm just saying, you know. So you saying... Pusha T didn't have to go for the juggler because like he that. didn't go for Pusha's juggler. So yeah, the, only, the only thing he said, the only thing that I could see that he that might he might have taken personally when was he, when he said you were not even top five. <laughs> You're on label. But who wants to hear beef? Who wants to hear a it, the, it's a beef song? It's not. I know, but you could come at Drake at a different angle. But then again, he. But then again, this, this, no, 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 he, no, 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 listen, no, no, listen, listen, listen. Here if I was just Aubrey fan, no, 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 don't don't say Aubrey. He's Drake. Yes, no, he's Aubrey. He's fucking Drake. But, no, but the fans are Aubrey and then, fans. And then he's bro. misconstruing information, like the picture that he posted for the you, the rap beef. You didn't have to hurt him like that. You didn't have to say what you said. No, but seriously, if you were a rapper. You know, like I, I would, I would be like, "Hey, you've, you've unlocked the level of fucking tension that wasn't there before, and this is tension that could go outside of rap beef. Like, this is the type of shit that could get Pusha T killed. It won't. It could. It won't. I mean, I don't think he'll. I don't think. No, I'll say this. It won't. I don't think Pusha T will die like immediately. But he might die in a couple years when Drake like is like you know what I'm gonna let him pretend like he won this. <laughs> and then oh, okay, okay. So so with with Drake, he's like <laughs> Drake. Drake tries to go about it this whole creative way. It's beef, bro. It's not jokey joke. It's like it's, it's respectful. It's, it's rap beef. But there's res- but, but there's a certain type no, of no no no. There no, is no. a certain type of respect nah. when you have a rap beef. Even the Meek Mill thing when he did the Meek Mill thing. Do you watch like rap battles and stuff like that? <laughs> I do, I do. Well, you matter of fact, you was telling me about. I do, I do, battles. I do watch rap battles, but it's different. In the ones that in and that's a whole different type of, it's a whole different type of energy. You're in front of a crowd, and then the things that you say, even the audience can turn on you and be like, mm, "That was too far, man." And no, this, this it's, would- it's happened before. It's happened before, but. In this type of thing, at the beginning of Push's rap for this, I was kind of like, okay. I mean, these are mean, but then once he started talking about the the baby shit, I was like, yo, I was like, this 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 isn't even like a a of <laughs> this isn't even a fresh wound for this man. This is like something that's like this is like deep rooted personal shit. But it was like one of the things where it's like if you're fighting Superman, you kind of have to go for it, the Kryptonite. So it's just like I get it. I, <laughs> no, 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 it's true. Nice. no, no, no. It's it's totally true because if you think about it, you have to take Drake's main power away from him, and his main power is the support of the female fan base. And they, if you know, if they were to be like, oh, he's got a son that he, that he, you know, which everybody pretty much knew he had a son. Though. Yeah, but but then Pusha is saying like, oh, you don't even really like support your your wife or not your wife, your girlfriend. Yeah, who's a porn star? <laughs> you like cleaned up her image and stuff for Instagram, and you you're not even in his life, so you're just repeating the patterns that your your father did. So he's like psychoanalyzing 
this thing, but we don't even know if this shit is true. So that is true. Everybody knows. No, but we don't know that it, Drake is like you know. Oh, I'm sure he's taking care of like he has no choice but to take care of. Yeah, child. I feel like Drake. But, I, but in the same token, I don't think it, I don't think he meant to take it to the deep. Like, yeah, I found some records where you weren't paying child support. It's like, but that's where he was. That, think, think about that's that how song, deep he was trying to I go. I only love my bed and my, my mama. mama. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> as soon as, as soon as Pusha said, "You have a child that you don't care." <laughs> Everybody was like, oh, only look. Dang, you really do. <laughs> he said nothing about a little added, 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 added on. Or whatever his name is. I think that was going to be the name of like some like uh, sh- some shoe apparel thing. Based- yeah, but his name is like Adonis. Some shit. The son? Yeah. Which is what I wanted Who's to call Adonis? my son's name. Huh? Uh, oh, Drake's son's name is Adonis? Yeah. I was like, damn it. I wanted to call my son Adonis, but. Drake fans. No, no, no. Because Adonis, like, that's like Apollo Creed's son. Oh, yeah. You know. But. Fuck you, man. But anyways, <laughs> my I mean, thing is, my thing is, bro. It's rat beef. Even when Pusha went on um, the Breakfast Club, and they asked him, he was like, "Ha ha, you know, ha ha, whatever." It's rat beef. It's cool. It's cute. It's not cute. It's like, rat beef. No, it's literally it's, no, no. But there's certain things in rap that you know not to do. Like, especially when you know that certain people are in a certain position of power. I don't know Drake's whole connections and shit like that, but I know he's affiliated with some some. Some when dangerous you, people, you, <laughs> and I not just, just told that. you, Pusha T is walking around 2018 with braids in his head. That doesn't what do you mean, mean? mean. No, no, I'm just saying this dude is straight from. It's bro. not those type of dangerous people, though. That's but I'm but I'm saying that. But I'm telling you, the people that I'm saying that Drake knows aren't the type of dangerous people we're accustomed to. It's not no hood dudes that Drake, are like oh we're gonna run up on John Wick. He fucking Shut might. Up. <laughs> He'll be like, look alive, look alive, look alive. <laughs> but, you know, like, I think, you know, like, you, you don't have to talk about somebody's, like, when you don't bring people's kids into it. You don't bring people's fucking, like, re- well, you can bring their relationships into it. That's fair. That's fair in the rap game. You can bring up relationships. Because Drake did it to Meek Mill with the whole, like, is that a world tour or your girls tour? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like, I think. You know the kid thing, and then he even said something about his dying or his his friend that has multiple sclerosis that was a producer, and he was saying, "Oh, you know, you're like uh, I don't know the lyrics completely, but he was saying like he's Pusha T, yeah, Pusha T is like yeah, your friend is basically he was saying yeah, your friend's dying. That's like so literally if you go in the order of what the song is saying, he's like oh, you know, uh, you you're prideful and you 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 don't fucking you neglect your your baby mama." And your kid, and then guess what? Your friend's dying. How long is it gonna be before he dies? Because he walks like an eighty-year-old. Is Drake gonna respond? <laughs> yes, he's gonna respond. But you can't tell me Drake is not ready for this. He's about to make that man a meme. He's about to make that dude a fucking meme. Okay. I'm telling you. I look now. He's not gonna bury Pusher. There's no way he's gonna bury Pusher. No, he's not. Because Pusher's a way better artist than he is. Straight up. <laughs> No, 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 no! I'm sorry, I, I lied about that one. <laughs> no artist, freestyle artist. If, if, if it, it came, if it came down to it, if you if you put Drake and Pusha T ring to ring, <laughs> face to face, <laughs> j- just like the, the battle, battle rap, like yeah. that we watch. Yeah, he would, Drake will lose. Drake will Off lose. But you have to keep into the fact that, like, in perspective, that the rap industry, there's not that many lyricists. Like that out there. Like when they get in, they they you know put a, they put pen to the sheets. But once they get in, they get like ghost writers and shit like that. And so 
you know, just because you have this, you 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 kept writing music, even though that's not the way normally shit goes in the rap industry, doesn't make you fucking. It's it's not as special anymore. Like it, like I, like I would never fucking say, I would never say, oh well, I would put those two in a match together because it's like that's not where. Like it's like saying, but the ones that do are the ones that's really getting covered up. Like it's not. Like, no 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 no. The, the ones the ones like Drake. Drake is getting looked at for his artistry because guess what? He can bring a face to it. He can bring a voice to the music. And it's somebody distinct. can write. Yes, he, because somebody could. Somebody can write for that. I can write for you and be like, wake up in the morning, put my pen to the sheets. Pen to the sheet. No, no, that's not the word. I was looking for. That's the metaphor. No, uh, my oil sheen to my fro. <laughs> pick it out slow. Yeah, you already know. That's fucking whack. It's I would never, whack, but I never want to say those lines. But the point is, I can't rap that because I don't have a fro. But hear about this. I, don't, I but, can't do but, that but because let me, I don't live the but, lifestyle. But let's put this in perspective, though. At least Drake co-writes his shit with the Ghost Rider. Man, no, bro. And actually, that's, and actually, okay, and actually so, that's winning because, one, you're producing way more music than... He's pushing out way more music than most people he is. are doing. And it's not just because he's got... A, it, well, it is also because he has a Ghost Rider. Right. But he's co-writing this shit. If you're looking at the dollar bills... Yes, it is awesome on Drake's behalf. Yeah, here you go. With the fucking eat, passion no, for the I'm art. Not, I'm not saying that. Like oh, at the end of the day, you're right. That that is a job in the industry to ghostwrite. We had a teacher at Living Arts College that ghost wrote music. Yeah. So the thing is, nice, nice yeah. plug. Yeah, I did dinner, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the point being is, it's part of the industry, but the raw talent of the artist. For people to come out here, they are overlooked. And that's so not when true. they have that, like Pusha T, name some ones that are overlooked that aren't Pusha T. I'll wait. You ready? Yeah, go. Pusha T. I said that's not Pusha <laughs> T because he's he's not trash, but he's for real. He writes his own music. Not over, not overlooked. One, we all know he's the top in the top, he's in the top of the top five of producers. He's produced so much shit that you even know is for real just by listening to it because he's so fucking amazing. He's like right behind Timberland. Yes, yes. No, he might be past Timberland. He's been. I mean, he's, he's pretty made, consistent. I know that, but I'm just saying Timberland has like, like he has one of those iconic things with his producing, and then Pharrell has a thing that's almost iconic, but it's not quite there. You just can tell there are certain things that are Pharrelly about it. Mm-hmm. But Timberland, you know, it's Timberland. Like as soon as you hear, it. you'll hear like a switch up mixed with some weird ass percussion shit. Mm-hmm. So you know, they're solo, and both of those artists tried to do solo shit, and it <laughs> it didn't really pop off like that because their right. musical production was way better than their actual lyricism. So also, so that's not overlooked. Okay, yeah, let's not put him. J. In Cole there. and Kendrick Lamar, def- they're definitely like overlooked. <laughs> I said that they're definitely like overlooked. Um. They're, all the good lyricists are put on the spot on in the spotlight right now. They're in the spotlight. Uh, fucking uh, we're get, yeah. This is becoming like nerdy music talk with Dan, but I like it. Uh, uh, what's his fucking name? Vince Staples. He's on the map right now. He needs Vince Staples. Yeah, no, well, listen is. to him. He's good. He's from uh, Oakland. He's great. Uh, Side of the Prince. Yeah, he is overlooked, but that's because he's got a shitty name. Side of the Prince. I'm not going to fucking say that. I'm not going to say I'm a fan of Saha the Prince. No, he is Saha. That's all you say. But it's why Sci-Hi. would you even put the Prince in there? Well, that was just his rap name, bro. Why not just say Saha? Who says Sean? 
He Diddy Combs. That's why he changed the Diddy, bitch. <laughs> okay, but that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like changed the Diddy. Just shorten it up. Yeah, you get you got to get smart, tactical with your name, Drake. Um, that's a fucking cool name. He's not an original artist though. <laughs> He doesn't write stuff. He co writes it, but most songs, no, the best songs that you've listened to. Of course, to, you got to co write it if you have to sing it. Of no, course, no, you got to be I like, say this. Uh, you no, no, no I say this. It. The best songs that you've listened to have been co fucking written. But you probably thought all your life that those were fucking by them. Michael Jackson shit, co written. It's a team effort. T.I. Music is. <laughs> yeah, but. I'm about to go gutter with you, T.I. T.I. was great in circa 2006 to 2008. Yeah, and then he just. Every album that he released, <laughs> no one cared. But he's great. I like Tip. Yeah, having a problem there, having some issues there, coming up with, coming up with some some dusty ass pockets, nah. empty. Everybody who I who I would say is here uh, <laughs> on the map. Jordan Lucas. He's too much of a clone of J Cole right now. He's he hasn't really distanced himself from that. Like you can only have a few woke people, a few woke rappers at a time. <laughs> this sounds shitty to say, but it's true. Like Jordan Lucas got the dreads, and he's got the dreads. He doesn't have the dreads anymore. Oh, he Jordan cut, he cut it. Dreads. He cut it. He never had dreads. He had dreads. At Jordan Lucas always had a brush cut. Did he? Uh, Did he though? J Cole has dreads now. I know J Cole has dreads now, but I recall. Him something seeing him something with, but maybe not. But maybe they are just so similar. I just keep copy paste it on the dress to his head. But Jordan Lucas is kind of behind. I I just don't really. All right, I rock with it. He, he but I, I do think he's talented because even even he even took the old uh, like dedication, like Lil Wayne dedication. Yeah, like how he'll take somebody else's flow. I mean, not somebody else's flow. He'll take somebody else's you know instrumental and turn it into his own song. Yeah, like so most I mean, artists. Yeah. Like he's not fucking but original. He doesn't have anybody writing shit. He probably does. You don't know. That's why they call him ghost writers, bitch. Damn. <laughs> and they prefer to remain anonymous. And it's their choice to remain what's anonymous. Your boy name? My boy is. What's your boy name? What's Aubrey? <laughs> what's Aubrey Ghostwriter name? What's what's name? <laughs> you know, I don't think anybody his knows his name. Uh, what? It's only like it's only like. Hold on. <laughs> hey Google. He's fucking using or trying to use my Google. What it, is Drake's Ghostwriter's name? It's not going to work. Quentin Miller. She can't hear. Sorry, I can't help with that. See, she can't help with that shit. You want to know why? Because she knows. His name is Quentin Miller. Now, hey, hey, Google. What is Drake's Ghostwriter's name? We're like using my Google Assistant. Here's a summary from the website What? Okay, okay. Hey Google, pause. Anyways. Done. Yeah, Quentin Miller. Yeah, Done. it was Quentin Miller. Oh, he's a ghost. <laughs> but she said it was rumored. Who's ghost? She said no, it was rumored. She <laughs> said it was rumored. <laughs> but so even if he did admit it, then that takes power out of his out of out of his out of uh pushes. It doesn't take power because he admitted it after the fact. It is. I it's think- like owning up to your own shit before the before that came out, before that this Story of Adidon thing came out. We already knew he had a ghostwriter. So, I was not. But then the baby thing happened. And so, it was kind of like a bait and switch thing where it was like, hey, you think I'm just going to talk about his ghostwriter? But guess what? I got more. I'm going to go super low and talk about his baby. Nipsey Hussle. I don't like the name. You don't even know who he is, do you? I've heard the name and I don't like it. But I've heard something with him in it, probably. 
Name something that he was in. What you mean, name something that he was in? Like, that was big. Like an album or a song? Just a song. Last time that I checked, his whole album, Vigory Lap. I mean, what song? What was like? The That's the song, Last Time That I Checked. Oh, I thought that was the album. No, the name of the album was called Victory Lap. Oh, yeah, sorry. Don't know it. Oh, it's recent, though. So it'll take some time to kind of okay. hit this part. But anyways, we're trying to be like the underground. I'm saying, I'm not this the man underground is sitting guy. over here with a fresh cut, acting like he's fucking, First off, like he's fucking like the, the voice of the people and shit. Fuck off, you. Bro. My way he's spinning <laughs> over here. <laughs> I was prepared for this, bro. Whatever. But no, I mean, like, like me personally, just like from admiring the rap game, and, and honestly, beforehand beef, like back in the day, beef with the game Fifty and all them, like I would be worried about Pusha T dying right now. I I'm worried be. about him dying now. I would be. I'm not worried about him. I don't I'm not worried about like that. that. I'm not worried about him dying right <laughs> now. <laughs> because I think the people just want to see. That you can get to the grind, like of course, like they're not about to be scrapping in public or whatever. They could. Like, they're not I mean, they're both men. First off, Pusha is like too too much of a boss, like to even care about fighting. Too him. much of a boss. He looks uh, what he he may look bummy. He's 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 street, bro. He's street enough. Okay, but he's been out of the streets long enough to be like, bro, this is rap game. This is the rap. It's different rules now, man. Certain things that you thought you could do, right. and, and maybe he's, and maybe he he is still thinking like it is the early, like late nineties, early two thousands. But it's shit is different now. You can actually like actually be harmed for the stuff you man, say. If we're talking, if we're talking about, if we're talking about like gutter rappers, we're talking about like Young Dolph. If we're talking about. Uh, but these this new is, rappers, little baby. We talking about black young. Well, I'm not talking about all that. I'm not talking about the way, like the way I'm saying get hurt. I'm not talking about their way of of getting you hurt. I understand. I'm talking you, about yeah. I'm talking about a whole different way. Like I'm talking about him calling ghost up, killer. No, I'm talking yeah. Somebody <laughs> named or him calling up somebody <laughs> in you. fucking Cuba saying, "Hey, I got a problem. <laughs> I need you to take care of this dude." For, and they're like, and they're like. What do you want us to do to him, Aubrey? Oh, we're not with the kind of voice from Cuba. Go Ab- ahead. Aubrey, what do you want us to do I'm to him? I'm on vacation He right might now. know some Wakandas. He probably does know some Wakandas. He oh, calls sure. Wakanda is, and then they're like, what He's do you want us to do? They'll accept Because I feel like Aubrey probably does have like, the lip tattoo. <laughs> he probably does. That's why he doesn't know his father, because fucking... He had he to go probably, back to Wakanda. He, he probably got Jimmy on his lip. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> That's tough. Degrassi reference. But yeah, you know, like... And then he's just like insulting his mixed... He's saying that he's like fucking like uh, uncomfortable with his ethnicity. Bro, he said his dad wore Steve Harvey suits. Bro. I like <laughs> how his dad is more so... vocal about this than anybody. Oh, really? Yeah, he's saying shit like. I haven't heard anything from his pops. Yeah, that was a pimp though. I know. That's why I know not to fuck with Drake. That shit. Com- that shit passes on. That ruthlessness passes on. But you know what? He's got style. He's got class. Drake's got class. But you made it personal. He made it personal. When 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 Pusha T's like on the floor bleeding out, he's gonna be like, "Now nah, he's gonna die on this funky ass floor because you had let to me, fucking put me, my me, baby I, and my mama." Let me tell you something, bro. I'm gonna keep it the whole stack with you right now. Mm. If my father was a pimp mm-hmm. and he fucked my mom and left us, when I got rich, I wouldn't go back and meet up with my dad and give him the the. FaceTime to be known out here in these streets, bro. You left my mom when you were young. Well, to be real, though, 
to be honest, I think on a human level, people who don't know their fathers, they are at least curious to see. And even and even if you know who you are as a person, there's still like always like a little piece that you feel like is missing. You probably wouldn't understand this, but I I, I mean I get it to an extent. But, yeah, but you know. but for people who didn't grow up with their fathers or mothers or whatever, and they're still out there, they just need like a little bit of. So they, would you do that in private or would you bring them in public? Would you well, like? Yeah, when, you're, my pop. when you're a celebrity, <laughs> when you're a celebrity, it's it's. it's it's going to become public. No, it's just, it's just like, yo. No. I'll talk to you on the phone like, bro, what's good? I, I, no. could, I couldn't, I, I and also, couldn't do it. Bro. And also, if you have a lot of money, there's a chance you can kind of just be like, you know what? Let's talk over dinner. I want to know all this information, all this shit that I couldn't fill in the blanks with as a kid because I thought, you know, I thought, hey, you just left because you, you know, were a pimp. But it could have been some other shit like. I had warrants and shit. I had to, I had to leave. I had to leave the. I had to leave the country or some shit. Go to Cuba. You don't know. So it's one of those things where you you need all the backstory. Ain't his dad that. like a pimp in like Memphis or something like that? I don't know if he's a pimp now. Still. Well, I'm, wasn't he like a pimp in Memphis and then they were in like Canada? <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, so he he's got fucking diplomatic immunity. From, all right, bro. From, from, um, but but yeah, that's that whole interesting segue. Right now, we're waiting for the response. With the beef, I'm, the, I'm with Team Push right now, bro. Yeah, you're team one of Aubrey, like y'all. one of like five. Y'all, it's summertime. Y'all about to pull the fall, the London fog. He did uh, say something trollish like that, didn't it? Pusha said, "What? It's summer. Are we gonna make this slow? It's summertime." He said, "He's he like, it's it, summertime. He's like, it's summertime. The you know this thing." Uh, this is going to be slow. I'm going to take this very slow. So, he's probably got some more dirt. Because <laughs> I think that was a warning. Like, bro, just stop. No, Drake. Take it Take it a couple more years, bro. Let your kid grow up a little funny? bit. And you know what's funny? Drake said something super nice in his rap about Pusha. He said this. He said, hey. That's that all. No, no, but listen, listen, listen. I'm going to put him up. But listen, he said, he said something like, uh, I used to use your microphone. It had your name on it, but now the it's faded. Now it's faded. It's kind of like what's been happening between us lately, or some shit. And it was kind of just like, wow, like he was a fan. He was a, he was a push pusher fan, and pusher has fucking contorted this into something that's like. And now it, there's no there's uh, there's no going back. It is beef. Bro. There's no going back. It's, it's different. beef. It's not. But like, okay, okay, Daniel. No, 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 no. Keep it, keep it. I'm gonna keep it really. 100. If, if it was me, you, like, you yo, let's like, yo, let's just do a diss rap to each other. I could, I, I can't sit here and like, I can't go as deep as like Pusha did and be like, no, but let's say you do, all but, this other stuff. I couldn't do that. No, but let's say, you, let's say you did. And one, let's say we're not talking to each other. We, we, we're acquaintances. We've hung out together and whatnot. Not and then, acquaintances, they were never cool, bro. But they've worked together though. Like, and what did you not see the invoice? That wasn't. I'm just joking. I was, <laughs> I was gonna say like, I was, I was like, like, what? I was like, that's that. But that's I'm that. just saying. But but also he has said that's that new age beef stuff. That like, yeah, he was like, yeah, I'm gonna create the invoice and put. I it know, on I know, I know. I'm just fucking with you. That but, was funny though. Yeah, that. yeah. But like, he's he like, has, he has, he, yeah. He, he, I will say that they, they like know of each other or whatever. Enough for Drake to say, hey, you're a nice, you're an approachable guy. Which I was like, that's such a backhanded compliment because it's kind of taking the thug all the way out of Pusha. 
<laughs> like you're, you're an approachable guy. I can walk up to you and be like, hey, what's up? But anyways, back to the point is, if we were both rappers and we kind of knew of each other and we, we, we weren't cool, but, you know, I see you. I'm going to do the head now. You're going to do the head now back. Going to keep it moving. Whatever. And then you start saying some shit about me. I start saying some shit about you. And then you escalate it with, like, a secret that I haven't told the world about. Like, hey, Daniel's got a fucking baby mama who used to be a porn star. And, like, his son. Baby on the way, though. Yeah, and his, and his son's, like, fucking, like, four or five in fucking elementary school saying that you're his dad. And nobody fucking believes him. Or <laughs> some shit. I mean, yeah. I heard you had a baby on the way, but. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fuck off. Yeah, I know. I know you said that before. I just like slid under. But I'm just saying that. Yeah, I'm just saying that. I think people. I I think me personally, if I was if I was actually this kid's father or something like that, or if I was and didn't want this out there quite yet, I would have said, yeah, I'm fucking. This is personal. Like I'm gonna roll up on you, man, and try to fight That's you. That's how you feel. I would roll up on you. Don't want to get behind the mic no more. No, I would get behind the mic, but I would be like, if I see you on the streets for real, we're gonna fight. And I and I understand this was just rap, but you took it to a man. You took it to a man thing. You like some things you don't talk about. I I, I get you. I get what you're saying, but at the same token, man, I believe this is a um, this is just a, is whatever you feel your take on beef is whatever. Because we're gonna, I mean, we're because, gonna because, move on. We're gonna move and on. And the only reason I mean, I'm, I'm gonna make this last comment, but it's just like <laughs> it's like. Uh, I drink alcohol. What does alcohol do you? I drink white. You drink brown. You know, no. I drink I drink cranberry juice. You drink apple juice. No. It's just whatever. No, it's whatever your take is, bro. Because like I said, when I look at when I look at it, it's just it's rat beef, bro. Nah, this is it's a, rat beef. This, course, this is a different level. If, and then if you want to get emotional about it, guess what? You are gonna try and fight him, and then he gonna whoop he gonna whoop up on him. Nah, I'm, I'm he gonna if, whoop if I'm up Drake, on him. if I'm Drake and I got my connections, I probably wouldn't even waste he my time. He gonna whoop on up him. on him. I wouldn't even waste my time. And on then Pusha T gonna get back in the booth five seconds after. It's like, yo, bring the portable. Now nah, he's gonna out. be, yeah, but he's gonna rap right in front of him. Like, I just put you. Mm, now it's gonna be push. like some. It'll be like some Kanye West through the wire stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I got my mouth some shit. Whatever. Bro. I got wires in my mouth. Man, you know what? It's like a whole bunch of bad boy bulls. <laughs> that Drake is got a drink insure for dessert. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I. I Whatever, we're gonna move on. The next piece of news. Bunch of bad boy <laughs> bullshit. Nah, the next piece of news is the Crow remake. How oh, you didn't even is take dead. The, you didn't even take the pitch. Yeah, I I didn't. You, you didn't know why? Because I'm a Drake guy. <laughs> You're an approachable guy. Did you hear what I said? I heard what you fucking said. What I say? You said fucking uh. Say what you said again. It's a bunch of bad boy bullshit. Yeah, I know. That Drake don't have. I know, I know. You trying to pitch it to bad boys? Gosh. Like, but I just didn't feel like it was right, the right segue from. That was a bad segue. Yeah, it was. Like I didn't. Feel, it didn't feel right. Drake didn't fit. It didn't feel right. Like you, you got, Drake didn't. Drake didn't have a Mike Lowry feel to it. <laughs> all right, let's go. I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks for fucking it up. <laughs> and all the reason I go went to the crow is because you know we're talking about Drake. Call. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you know most of his songs have a lot of calls in it. Call. I I, I would have took it better if he was just like. <laughs> Yeah, his album OVO, like you know the label's an owl, so you know. Oh, you know what? Ooh. I bet you just fuck off. Anyways, wait, this is episode fucking, I don't even know anymore. 18 or 19? Is it really? It feels like 15. <laughs> I think it's 19. It might not be. So, 
that shows you guys how how much we're like into the podcast. Like we're not even keeping track of like the episode count. It's just natural, man. That's what we do. Yeah. So it's this is episode eighteen. We here. Yeah. When that twenty happens, that'll be impressive. We're gonna bring Drake Pusher in this month. <laughs> yeah, he's like I'm first of hands at the table. Yeah, he'd be like first of all, Pusher. I think you're an approachable guy. <laughs> It just sound, I man. It sound like a compliment more than anything. It is a compliment. It is a diss. If I was, if I was in the streets, and then I heard a rap beef or like a, a rap song against me saying that I was an approachable guy, I'd be like, "What? No! Like you fucking no! How, you, I'm tough. Oh my I'm not approachable. Anyways, oh, I'm not, I'm not gonna take your this, fucking this, this. your fucking uh, who's that rap? I'm not gonna take your Kevin Gates shit right now. Here we go. <laughs> we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about the Crow. So the Crow remake has been canceled. Mm. <clears throat> Basically, the lead and the director, Jason Momoa and Corn Hardy, have dipped out of the movie. They were was, done with it. It was expected to start shooting within the next five weeks. Better five weeks than two weeks. <laughs> well, they said the guy who owns the rights to the Crow. Had an inability to close a deal with Sony, the studio that was going to, I guess, uh, have promote the movie and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he couldn't close the deal. And so Sony was like, all right, well, we're about to back out of this whole shit. And so seeing that the trouble was coming, mm-hmm. you know, they just were saying, you know what, let's just walk away. So this means that this project is officially like cursed or some shit because they've been trying to make a crow movie happen since two thousand and eight, bro. And it's had different names attached to it. Like different actors and different directors that are were all good and they just left. Bradley Cooper, DMX. DMX says the crow kinda interests me a little bit. That would be kinda interesting. Oh uh, no. Nah. Cause he'd be like, What? He wouldn't wear the wig. <laughs> it, is, it wouldn't even be a crow. It'd be like a pit bull or something. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like a hawking pigeon or something. And he'd be like, and, and he'd be doing like like Raveny type like lines before he killed somebody. Like like in the streets is real and death is real, but not to me. I don't know. Where my dogs at? What a hood! What a hood! What a hood! Oh man. Anyways. Sorry, I'm, let's get off of this. But anyways, I'm just saying, uh, it had a great director. Uh, I wasn't really down with Jason Momoa. You already knew this. But, so now, in this next phase, since they want this movie to happen so badly, they need to cast a super skinny dude for it. Because <laughs> the original Crow was like, he was like a rock star. He had a rock star's physique, which was like a lean body. So get somebody with a lean body. So you gonna go ahead and get the S curl put in, bro? Try out for the fro. I could play it if they just let me keep the fro, and then you know a line. You gotta get S curl. No, no, no think about it. I no, think about it. I get the fro, and then I'm in the I'm in the makeup, and then like the guy I'm about to kill, he's like, "What are you supposed to be, fucking Ronald McDonald for Halloween?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just I like the Ronald McDonald line. <laughs> what are you, Ronald fucking McDonald?" And then I'm like acting all crazy and shit, uh-huh. you know. But you know, definitely not gonna get an S curl or a Jerry curl. I mean, his hair is like slicked down. I know it's like long, but modern interpretation. I could be a black rock star with fucking with the, socks, with like the fro. Shut the fuck up. 
I could be like I could be like a Lenny Kravitz, a Lenny Kravitz type. He's got a fro slash dread thing going on. Lenny. Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, he's not popular in my demographic either, but nah. but he. I is, mean, Lenny had a fro though. He had a fro, and he was a fucking rock. Rock. He is a rock star. Yeah, he's a black so, rock star. So I, I can appreciate that. I'm like, you know what? You're in a circle all by yourself. That's cool. That's like That's a cool, cool. It's a cool little club to be That's in. Cool. It is cool. My name's Daniel Thompson. I think being in a circle by yourself sometimes is cool. Nobody. That doesn't sound like it me. Does okay. Sound like Listen, you're about cool. me. You're about to make me start a rap beef thing. Saying the nerve, the audacity, <laughs> no, the mitigated um, gall. I don't know, man. You know, you could be the crow. I guess I don't know. I get. I, I do admit they should have somebody who's like, like the guy who plays the physique should definitely be there as a rock star. But at the same time, like, what is? What is it? You know what I'm saying? What What does the physique really have? What does that really play into the story? It doesn't, but I would be. I would. I could never just see Jason Momoa like his big, his big uh, ass, like fucking, like been a playing a guitar. He could have been a drummer. Nah, he's the lead. Nah, maybe it'd be a metal band. If it was like a metal band, I would be for it. What's the difference between? Okay, we're not gonna get into music again. <laughs> yeah. Well, I gotta say that metal is kind of incoherent. Like it doesn't really have a beat. Okay. But then rock music has a like it has a beat. Okay. It's got tempo and shit like that. But you know, I could never get in the middle. I feel like Jason Momoa would have been great for that, man. If it was metal, I would see it. If they yeah, if the first trailer and they were like, Yeah, he's metal, guitar, yeah, shit, I mean, you know, then I could I, I could I could deal with that. But rock star, no. Now somebody like Tom Hiddleston, the guy who plays Loki, mm-hmm. he's got that skinny, wiry frame uh, gotcha. and he's got that in the face. I could kinda see it with the makeup, you know. So I'm like, Hey, give that guy a shot. Or, you know. That was a good pitch right there. Yeah, you know. I can see. He's got the voice. He's got the, you know, take away the British accent. You know, he can do it. But, you know, this is just a, a thing people don't want to see happen. Like, people are like, like, if you've seen the Crow movie, you, like, when you watch it, it's kind of iconic. Like It's going to get forgotten soon, man. For the Crow? Well, it's one of those things where, like, I feel like enough time has passed for people to kind of just be like, oh, I don't know what. What the crow is? Yeah, it's it's at that it's at that time, but people will say, "Oh, uh, people being the fake auteurs that they are will be like when they see it. Oh, it's not as good as the original, and they'll never have seen the original. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when you go back and watch it, you're like, "Oh, yeah, this actually was way better." Because basically, the guy who played the crow in the original, Brandon Lee, was right. kind of like Heath Ledger. He died before the movie came out. Uh, a stunt went wrong and he got shot mm. and uh the performance was like kind of eerie you know because he died in real life and then he came back to life in the movie in like the first 30 minutes of the movie and he's like all weird weird and shit mm. so you know it'll be that whole concept could be interesting i'll be scared to play what the crow like yeah i wouldn't only because I mean, you know I'm a Christian brother, man. I, I'm Christian too, but I'm I, like, bro, I I'm, I'm Christian too, but, but demonic forces around here. But it's not demonic. But I think the whole crow thing, like his whole supernatural element of it, wasn't like satanic by any means. Like the people that killed him were satanic. Mm-hmm. Like they killed him. They killed him and his girlfriend over like some type of satanic ritual type shit. Threw him out a window. 
and then like rapes his girlfriend or fiance. So he dies. But then the whole crow mythology is that like when somebody has done something, when somebody is so wronged, it's like there's like some like good force that makes them come back to like make things mm. right if like they haven't gotten justice by the time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like man, boy, I wish that force was real, boy. <laughs> yeah, like there's so many people who have been wronged that and got and pe- the people that did it got away. It's like you just you just all your life, everything, everybody just doing your wrong. But know? well, it's not like that. I think I think actually people would actually gravitate towards that that role or that movie a little bit because people like seeing. One revenge flicks and two, mm-hmm. seeing like justice like dished out on like really bad people, right? In a very like gruesome way, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so when he comes back like and he's way. yeah, he comes back and he's got the, the fucking clown fucking look, but it's not mm-hmm. a clown look, but it's just a sad emo look or some shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. And he's like killing him, and they're like, "Whoa, you look like that guy." And then you know he's just like, "Yeah, that's mm-hmm. me." You know, and then, you know, like, tell your friends that I'm coming for them, shit like that. That, that to me, was, like, a cool concept. I can understand why there's hesitancy there, because it kind of is, like, like, no one else has died playing The Crow. There's been, like, four or five other Crow movies right, since right. the first one, but they were all trash. But, <laughs> they were. But, no drop one. That, drop that bomb in there. I mean, they were trash. I'm just, <laughs> for those of you who did not see any of The Crow sequels, don't try. Unless you want to have a good time and laugh at how bad it is. But <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just one of those things where like no one's died in the making of anything. It was like a freak thing. Apparently, people think it's like the Bruce Lee curse because uh, the guy Brandon Lee was Bruce Lee's son. Oops, uh-huh. and uh, he died tragically with the gunshot. Yeah, so I remember hearing about that one. Yeah, so and this happened in Wilmington too. So they put a real bullet. No, it was like a. It was like a, the cap got stuck in it. Yeah. So he wasn't even the supposed blank to. Got stuck and I think they said they kept it in the movie. They kept that shot in the movie. Like when he gets shot. Like it's supposed to be like a scene where he's like getting shot up and shit. And then I think in the movie they actually kept it. If they did, I don't know if that's true or not. But if they did, that's fucking eerie. Yeah, that's serious. <laughs> there you go. Kind of want to watch it, don't you? Uh, nah. Watch it, bro. It's so good. You got to pay some rights on that one, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'd be like, I would probably be like that type, like, hey, he didn't die just so we could not use a take. We're not gonna get a fucking, we're not gonna get a fucking stunt man to shoot him getting shot up when we got a good, perfectly good take of him getting shot for real. Bad memories, bro. (laughs) Sometimes you gotta use it, man. I'm like, hey, I'm not gonna sully this man's name with some fucking stunt guy. Like he took that on TV. I'm they. You can't show somebody really dying on TV. <laughs> well, they didn't show him, they didn't show him on the ground panting, gasping well, for air. No. But they showed that you can show the impact of the bullet. You can't show the impact when it's real, bro. How you gonna talk about this when, it's, when we're just talking about rap beef? When fucking, it's real, bro. <laughs> when it's real, because back in two in, in the ninety nine to the two thousands, bro, doggone, the game was running up on people, fighting people over. Oh, rap oh whatever, whatever. We're anyways, not doing that, though. anyways, back to the. Back well, to I don't know. I just I I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I might just shut down the set, bro. Somebody die for real, dog. I think they. Well, they did. They. I think they. You know. That just like had me. It had me nervous. Uh, you remember when we did uh Vendetta? And then you was like, "Yeah, you, you think you can uh, find some uh, you know fake guns or something?" I was like, "Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't no fake ones, but um, with the oh, proper handling ones. or whatever." I was like, "With the proper handling." It was empty. That gun was empty, right? Yeah, yeah. All of them. Went. There was no bullets in that house whatsoever. I, I, I find that to be interesting. The kind of like vanity of directors, and I'm no, I'm not like 
immune to it in the sense that your actors are kind of just like they're not expendable, but you don't really care that much about their safety. <laughs> <laughs> like you kind of like, and this sounds terrible, but like I just want to get the shot perfect right and i'm one of those people who are like yeah if you get kind of nicked up a little bit during this fight scene that's okay because it's only gonna make the fight scene better and you got to suffer for your art a little bit Mm -hmm. so (laughs) so it's just one of those things so if somebody got shot like for real during my movie i'd be like oh my god like and they died i would feel the weight of that for like forever i feel the weight of that but at the same time i'd be like well it wasn't my job to properly maintain <laughs> that sure, that gun. Like, make sure the gun was so safe. Like, yeah, I don't even think the guy went to jail for it because you know. Well, it was, it a, was a freak they, accident. Yeah, it was a freak accident. They shot the blank and they got stuck in the um, got stuck <laughs> in the little tunnel or whatever. You yeah, there's it. another. The barrel, got stuck in the barrel. Yeah, there was another movie where somebody so, died tragically. Or uh, the Twilight Zone movie, which uh, I don't think it ever got released or some shit like that. But it was because somebody got like. Chopped up by a helicopter. What? <laughs> For real? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah, and so I don't think that director works anymore. Like, I think he's just, like, yeah, shocked I, by that whole experience. I'd definitely be somewhere, like... Like, shook. It would take me a while to get back in, but I would get back in. Woo! <laughs> I think so. you probably be straight horror movies out this club, bro. I don't know. I would... I'd, Something like that happened, bro. You would, I would, man. I'll try to find me a desk job selling insurance. <laughs> like, just get as far away from the movie making yeah, business man. as possible. I don't know, like no stunts, no nothing. Like we only do short <laughs> films, no action, straight comedies. Yeah, man. <laughs> and you know, a lot of people die during movies. It's just, it's, it's almost like people really don't pay attention because, like, Deadpool two, Deadpool two, somebody. The stunt woman died during the making of that movie. Oh, yeah, I did say that. <laughs> Who's the girl that played uh, Vision? Huh? Was it the stunt double for Oh, Vision? Oh, for Domino, you mean? Oh, Domino. Who's Vision? Vision was uh, Paul Bettany in Avengers with the Soul Stone I'm in his tripping. head. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. I just had to, like, <laughs> I just needed the audience to hear that, uh, hear that again. But, uh... What was it, Domino's stunt double? Or was she just... I think she was, yeah. Okay. And, you know, she died pretty She wasn't pretty that bad. lucky. Yeah. Resident Evil, like the last one that came out, some wire broke, some stunt wire broke, and like cut through the. It was so sharp it cut through the car, and like sliced open somebody's head. But that the person kind of survived, and they were like kind of damaged, and then they died, and then their family got paid like I think like fifteen million or something for it. Oh, that's, the, that's the movie budget right there. <laughs> well, it was like a two, like a hundred something million, but they probably had it in their budget for contingencies like that. Like every movie that's an action movie. Has a budget allotted to accidents that could happen, you know, like insurance policies. Like Tom Cruise has an insurance policy on his every movie that he does because they know he does his own stunts and he does the craziest shit. And so they're like, "Yep, that's the first thing we gotta do: get this insurance locked down." You wanna do a movie? All right, let's go ahead. Let's let's get this. Uh, let's get your wheel filled out first. Yeah, he's like, "I'm gonna fly this plane." <laughs> He's like, I learned how to fly this plane, so we gonna do all this stuff practically. I, I learned this uh, fly this plane five minutes ago. Yeah, or, back to the car on the way here. Yeah, or is yeah. So and I'm gonna jump out. <laughs> yeah, and there was like one stunt I saw where he was like rock climbing, like in this movie Mission Impossible Two, mm-hmm. and like <laughs> to get the shot, the director had to be in this uh, helicopter, and the helicopter needed to get pretty close to Tom Cruise to get the shot they needed, but the they said the blades were like so close to him that like, 
like they could easily slice them. Yeah. And he's like, Tom, just use the just use the stunt double. Like, like your face is hidden in this shot. And he's like, No, like my fans know that I do my own shit, so I'm going to do this. So like, if you watch all time Cruiser stuff, there's I find a new I find there's a newfound respect for him. Like he's almost like a like the first actor that's a good actor that is a stunt man also. Like he will, he's not afraid to throw himself. I was in the gonna box. say anything. I was gonna be like Jackie Chan. And he was like, he's the first good Amer- actor. Yeah, he's the American Jackie Chan. Yeah, I'll say I'll that. Jackie Chan, he's done some crazy shit yeah. too. If you look at his filmography, but he's kind of softened up now. You know, well, but, he's old. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm gonna get the stunt double for this shot. You know, well, but ja- but they're the same age. Both of them are the same age. I think they're really? cl- they're close to the same age. So I might be wrong. I remember Jackie. I remember in um, oh, what was that movie? It was the one where he was like driving the like hover boat down the street with Jackie Chan. I forgot what movie it was, but he was playing some movie and he had to jump off a crane onto his boat. And Jackie Chan broke his leg. Like he like broke his ankle or some shit like that. And then he went and got it wrapped up in a cast and like the next day he was out there doing the same stunt in the cast. Those, are the, I was like, those are the type of actors I love. I was like, what? I mean, they do anything to get the shot right, they get it good. So you can be like, so we can enjoy it and be like, oh shit, this is so yeah. great, you know. So that that needs to come back. Impact. Yeah, that needs to come back. We need actors out here who are willing to kind of get messed a little messed up, not like for life, but like bumps and bruises. Now, 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 question: Are I mean, not are we? Do we have the directors who are willing to take that chance on those actors because? <laughs> And the only reason why I ask that, the only reason why I ask that, because now, um, you know, when you had movies like back in the day, you know, you weren't signing for like three, four movie deal contracts because you don't, you know, you don't know if it's going to, if it's going to even see the first one. Yeah. So like, do we have the, do we have the, the balls to like, to even accept that anymore. Besides, like, like of course, Tom Cruise is one of his own. He's he's paid his dues in the game. But, like, do we really have that director that's going to be like, you know what, let's sign you for a three-movie three, three movie contract. You can do all your all your stunts. Then this motherfucker died. Then the director's like, dang, the script was written around you. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. who do we have that does that? Like, who, who do we have? <laughs> not, even, not, not even who do we have, but what type of movie... Do we see? Of course, it'll be some type of action, but well, I don't even know. What is the basis around that movie? I don't, that we I don't would even accept know. That? I would take it one movie at a time. I wouldn't even try to make a, a franchise. I would just like working with that actor with certain genres and be like, "Hey, do your own stunts for this one." And the, the, the pay is good. If the pay is good, most people are willing to do it. But other people are like, "No, I just let my stunt guy do it." You know, but not a lot of people can do it. That's why Tom Cruise kind of has the, the hat right now. He's got the crown, like. Fun fact: When uh, the Rock started out, he had his cousin. His cousin was stunned though. Yeah, was talk cool. about hooking up your family. That's a good hookup. Yeah, so I don't know. I would, I, I would do it. I wouldn't. I, I would feel bad if like something were to happen to someone. Mm-hmm. But I think I could move on and <laughs> keep working. The thing is, we. I mean, it's, like you say, the money be good, but to. I think, like, for the director, it would be, like, little money. But to that person, they have to be a nobody in some sense. Like, they can't have a name for themselves. 
<laughs> True. Mm-hmm. I give you that. People, people are doing that now, bro. People out here making their own like YouTube. Yeah, sometimes you gotta. Yeah, just yeah, do- they're making their own YouTube like shows from doing their own stunts and things like that. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta go for it if you're hungry enough. You know, it, it comes from that. You gotta be hungry. You gotta want it. And I don't feel like most of these new actors don't love movies like that anymore. Tom Cruise once said uh, recently, he was like, yeah, like I try to watch a new movie like every like every day. Like I try to absorb a new movie to see what's going on, you know, like so he's a student still like he's like so he's like in love with it. So other people or other actors now are kind of just in love with the idea of like the star. Yeah, the star. And they're like, oh, I like acting and stuff like that. But they're not like. A five-year-old's shooting on a camcorder just trying to get that shot looking right. They're not those type of actors. It's a bunch of Aubrey Grahams out here. <laughs> with a lot of ghost actors. Why are, you call- <laughs> Why are you trying to call out my boy like that, man? I'm sorry. But anyways. I just, I just, I just yeah. I don't know. But it'll be, it'll be funny in a few years if, if, you know, I end up doing action movies and still use the same. What are you going to do? What action movie? Direct your acting, directing your action movie. That would be cool. I'd love to do something like that. Cut my legs, bro. I would have to, but one, I would have to write write it around like. I would have to write it in a way that was around my like figure, my type, my body type. Daniel, if you could <laughs> act in any movie, <laughs> I'm asking you two questions here. If you could act in any movie, what movie would you act in? Ooh, this is a tough one. What it's, genre? That's tough. Well, I love blockbuster movies. Like I just love the like access that gives you to other people. Mm-hmm. Like millions of people that wouldn't even really like know who you were unless mm-hmm. it was you were attached to like a big project or whatever. But at the same time, I like stuff that's like character explorations. So I would want to be in like I, I think I would be good in like a comedy as like an asshole type character, like. There's this movie called Very Bad Things. Mm-hmm. I don't think you've seen it. It's uh, these five guys go on a bachelor party to like Vegas, and one of them orders a stripper, and they're drunk, and they don't know he ordered a stripper, and he's like trying to have sex with the stripper. Things go wrong. The stripper dies because he accidentally kills the stripper, and then he tells his boys, "Oh my God, there's a dead stripper there." <laughs> <laughs> like just straight up lots of like, yeah, and there's and one of the group members is this like uh this person who sells houses, realtor, a <laughs> realtor, <laughs> realtor. I was like, tell me, help me out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he kind of is like an opportunist, and he's like, guys, like let's not call the like police or anything because it's not gonna look good. We've been wrestling. And we got like scratches on our face. It's gonna look like we like we killed the bitch. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so, other person comes in because they're like, oh, there's been noise. Like a security guard comes in. They see sees the body, and the opportunist guy, the realtor, kills the kills the other guy. And so now they got two dead bodies. And then like the other people are like freaking out, like, what mm-hmm. the fuck are we gonna do? And he's just like, like, and it's Christian Slater. So he's like, guys, he's like, all we have to do. <laughs> Is just cut up the bodies, get them in a bag, get them in a, some luggage, and then just uh, bury bury them out in the desert. And then like they're freaking out, like, no, bro, I didn't even kill anybody. And then he's just like, he's like, there's no backing down. He's like, I swear to God, if you pick up that phone, <laughs> I'll kill you myself. <laughs> and they believe him at this point because yeah, it's just like. Two and so 
at this point, you know, it becomes like a character exploration of like when you do something like very dark, like how, like does that open up like a door for you to like become just a complete monster? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and by the end of the movie, there's only two people left of that friend group. <laughs> really? Why they kill off? Well, well, because you know, there's like certain people in your friend group who you would probably be like, man, they gonna fucking spill it. Like they like. Like they gonna tell. It does open up. I mean, it does open up for more thoughts once you do. Yeah, and it's like I'm not trying to go to jail, and so you know, like other people might be against it, but then other group members might be for it. Yeah, so. honestly, yeah, if I uh, I would choose uh, comedy too, but I would be like the uh, I'd be like the TSA agent on Get Out. <laughs> I can see you doing <laughs> it. Yeah, like damn, bro, stop. Wait, wait, hold on. Where's the remote, bro? I can't find a remote to the house. Wait, we watch your house. You can send me a remote. But leave, though. Mm. <laughs> Just leave. You can do that. See, I can see us doing like a a buddy action cop buddy movie thing. Cop movie? Not even maybe. We don't have to be cops, but we could be like you know, like you know, like in a car pursuit chase thing. I'm driving, and then you're like, like, damn man, keep your hands on the wheel. <laughs> it's like my hands are on the wheel. You know, like. Because I think we have a good banter. Yeah. So that's why. And I think our film teacher has even said this. Michael Pierce. He said that. He was like, yeah, you guys would be. You guys have good like chemistry. You guys could be like in a movie. Yeah. I do think that that, that, that type of thing is possible. So. Shout out 2020. <laughs> coming through. Yeah. So I, I would love to. I would love to act and like direct. And coming, write. coming soon. As soon as this podcast over, we will be brainstorming. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, people. You for never real, know. But uh, last thing, last thing I want to talk about is Little Dicky. Hmm. So Little Dicky has just had a new. He has an agreement with FX to do his own TV show based on his life. I woke up in <laughs> Brown's body. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. But anyways, Little Dicky is a prolific. New white actor or white director. <laughs> he is an actor and a director, but he's a, a rapper. And is he, he new? He has been around since I believe 2015, and all of his songs have been super funny. He's almost in a uh, area to himself where he's just doing comedic rap. And um, basically, this show is pretty much what Donald Glover said he didn't want Atlanta to be, which is to be based around his career, Childish Gambino, and then. Have him be the focus, and then have him like make songs for it and shit. <clears throat> so, this is like the inverse of what Donald Glover wanted. So it'll be interesting to see if that show actually is like the white version of Atlanta. He said he wanted it to be thirty minutes. He said it wanted to be based around his life, but it's based off of an erotic white guy. That's what the synopsis says: it's an erotic twenty-something white guy. Trying to make it as a rapper, I just can't help but see a little bit of Atlanta in this. But like how the other side lives, type thing. That's the flip side to it. And um, first off, he's he's a, he's the perfect <coughs> actor slash artist for this. Yeah, because he has the look. That matter of fact, that's his whole scheme. He had a song like "Tell Him That's His Scheme," like to play the guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that nobody believes could do it. He, yeah, he's doing it. He went to college. Yeah. 
it's not really a, it's a different type of grind show i would uh, think yeah, because one he he was in a marketing company where he was getting paid like seventy thousand a year or something like that so it was it was up there it was a good like yeah, bread, yeah. yeah and then he wanted to be a rapper so bad and he couldn't stand that job and so he left it after like raising money for kickstarter and then pursued it so it's a different I, type this is this is gonna be the clean version of atlanta but you're definitely gonna get some atlanta in it yeah because like i said he's 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 aspiring to be a rapper and i I like it, but I hate it. And the only reason why <laughs> the only reason why I say that is because um, now you like even I I thought this, but you said it before. Like Atlanta doesn't really have a storyline. Like mm-hmm. it does, like to a certain extent. Like if you dig deep enough to him, like okay, I can understand why they did that. I understand because this falls in with that part. But I really feel like this show is just gonna be like like Full House or something. Like it's gonna be like. Nah, I don't think it's gonna be like a. I think it's gonna be like a single camera shoot, just like Atlanta, and like kind of just be like, instead of just focusing on like some black guy from college trying to like help his cousin out, it's just a white guy that wants to be a rapper. So it's I, I think it's more absurdist than anything. Like it'll still have that Atlanta vibe, and it'll probably be back to back with Atlanta. To it be feels, honest, it feels like. Uh... Because it is on FX as well. Yeah. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so you can imagine this type of thing that could happen. And it might be a day before Atlanta, a day before Atlanta comes on or after. But if they were trying to be smart, it would use Atlanta as the lead in for the pilot episode, and then have the first season be on the same night. Mm. But I could kind of see season two if they really wanted to get metal with it. Season two or season three when he makes it or some shit, he could run into a uh, uh, what's his name a. Uh, a paper boy, paper boy, yeah, Corinne the paper boy, but he's making it more than paper. He's making it, <laughs> and paper boy is still like, oh, you got a manager, he and can't it, do that. and then he's just like, he can't do that. that would be amazing. The contract, no, bro. they can do it. They can't. They're not. Gonna but, but I feel like Atlanta it's like, it's is like Simpsons and Family Guy meshed together. No, I feel like Atlanta is so absurdist, anyways, that in a good way that they could see this as an opportunity to expose some things about like, like privilege in the entertainment world like how like al had to kind of like to struggle to get to where he's at but then fucking little dicky had to just crowdsource like thirteen thousand dollars on kickstarter from his friends and then made it off of that in talent and some and a lot of talent in a way in a way like i'm I'm just i I don't see into the future i don't read nobody's mind or nothing Mm -hmm. like that but i you remember that movie? Um, not that movie. Tang, what is the name of that show? It's about the slaves. I was a big, ch- huh? No, no. <laughs> it was a, it was a television series about the slaves. Oh, I cannot think of the name of that show. I yeah. just had to. You don't remember that TV show that was about the slaves? Like it, it ended up being like three seasons. No, I'm sorry. I don't even remember the miniseries Roots or Amistad or. You know. Okay. Well, th- recently, this uh, last year, there was a TV series that just got canceled. It, was, it hit like it was so bad. Like it was on TV on like TNT or something like that. Was it TNT? It was on FX. No, it was not. I FX. can't even bring my FX shit. didn't have no shows. I no can't slaves. even get my shit together right now. Bro. <laughs> it was in the History Channel or something. No, it wasn't. It was a good. It was a good slave show. Good slave show. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. But anyways. <laughs> oh, I can't even reference it, so I can't say what I'm saying. But the point, I, 
like Atlanta, if Atlanta don't get their shit together, it's like as far as like a, a set in stone storyline, or they you know make a whole season about a certain actor or character, they're gonna get shut down. Yeah, if, if the Little Dicky show makes has more numbers, yeah, probably. Probably, but a couple, I, I, I'm low key getting lost in the sauce a little bit too. I love the show, but I get lost in the sauce a little bit too. Like, they they want to go to so many different things. They want to explore different things, and I think yeah. it's uh, it's due to yeah off the wall and do whatever. Yeah, it's due to Donald Glover and his brothers' need for exploration as artists. We kind of do want to do that, uh-huh. but when you make a TV show, you got to focus. So. This might put the fires from, you know, fire under them to, you know, kind of inspire them to try other things, you know. Underground. Oh, that slave show. Underground. Gosh, I couldn't get it. It it wasn't really that good, though. The first season was good. The second season went off on a tangent. I mean, they got real cheesy. They were like, oh, this season, guess who we bringing in? Yeah. Harriet Tubman. Yeah. Who's not as ugly as, never mind. Yeah, I was like, that's not accurate. When I saw Harriet Tubman all like sexified and shit, I was like, that's not accurate at no, all. No, never mind. We're not about <laughs> to sexualize Harriet Tubman. They did right? though on the show. They did. I'm not about to sexualize. I, I, no, on the show I was like, I was man, about to she comment look, on it. I'm not about to. Yeah, on the show I was like, man, she looks pretty good. But then I thought about it and I was like, no, wrong hey, history. I like my heritage, bro, but. Tubman and that was actually what's Jesus. wrong about that's actually wrong what's wrong about underground the show they were all too good looking they didn't look rough they didn't look like life had beat them down the first season the first season the main guy didn't look like life beat him down he, yeah. he could have played like nat turner or something but <laughs> no 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 I, I i give it to him to a certain like first season yes but nah, like look at every like, like, like the first season i feel like they were properly placed Mm-mm. but the second season when they were like working out on the field by the beach and the girl was like huffing drugs and shit like that i was like what the? like they're doing too much man she was hallucinating <laughs> and shit i was like nah that's a show that people tried to get resurrected and it just didn't work but i would have liked to see it continue just because i would have wanted to see like what's the end game of that show really like, what's the final season really look like? It doesn't really, you know, I would assume that they would have already gotten to a point where they get emancipated or some shit. But at that point, the show kind of becomes boring because it's about, it's, it would be kind of Atlanta-y. Like, yeah, it free, would be, free to wear. Yeah, it would be like, oh, this is what they had to go through on a day-to-day basis, like a weird thing they had to deal with. I mean, so, it kind of never really ends until, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, right. yeah, so it's a, it's a whole... Whole thing where it's like one of those good germ of an idea things, but don't have to. If they would have took like some of the best episodes from like season one, they could have made that into a movie, and I think that would have been pretty good. Underground would have worked way better because as a movie. I love, I love, I love the that one episode where the girl, the light skin girl, I don't know her name, but uh, mm, she was like, walk, she like walked through the cre- uh, through the um, swamp or something like that, and then like leeches got stuck on her and shit yeah. like that. There was like a leak right here on the chest, and so uh, when she pulled it, it like she was like leaking blood. Mm. So then she took like gunpowder, mm. put it on, like rubbed it on it, shot the gun so it like seal up the hole. Yeah. Of course, burn it. Then she took like mud and all. Just- I like how you like are getting turned on by this woman. I was turned on. I, yeah. I, I just like no. I just like because she was a she was a house slave and she was doing all this stuff like a like a field. You're like this is wife and material right here. Boy. But you know, I, I just, 
<laughs> I just, yeah, but you know, I, I always find it interesting when shows don't, when shows have a good concept, but they don't know where they want to end. Like I always, it, like if I ever got a pilot for a show, like for an idea I had, I would want to know where how I'm gonna end it. But sadly, do but sadly though, like as a as a writer, don't you feel like that's how most uh, most of your things kind of go about? Like let's say like you know um, you're writing something. And it's like, oh, this is good. Okay, we can end it here. We can mm-hmm. end it here, but it's like, yeah, but we can keep it going. Like, you know, we can, we can, something else pops in your head. It's like, we can make something else out of this. You know what I'm saying? And I, I feel like, I feel like that's nobody really ever has an end result of, you know, an ending. Like, but I feel like every show or every show that's went on way too long, you can tell. Like, you could say, that's the season where it probably should have ended. And then comedy and love, comedy love stories are the only ones to end because it's okay to have somebody die. Dramas, dramas too, dramas, dramas. Well, love stories, comedy, same thing. No, but, I mean every comedy has love story in it. Yeah, comedy is like you can kind of feel when the end is coming, sort yeah. of. Whereas like the vibe is different. They're too successful. They're running out of storylines. Everybody slept with one another. <laughs> it's like, and then some shows end where it's like you had a little bit of mileage to go, like. Martin, I mean uh, that was abrupt as hell. Yeah, it had it had it had creatively it had miles more to go. I think it's just it came down to you know sexual harassment ruining it for everybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, but but you know what the the thing that kept uh, shows like like Martin like on a retrospect between um, let's say let's look at like Martin. Like Jamie Foxx show and the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm-hmm. Fresh Prince of Bel Air was like really based around home. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he had home, he had school, but that was of course that ran out at some point in time. Mm-hmm. And at some point in time, once you finish school, you got to find a job, so you're gonna move out of home. So that had no no space at all. Jamie Foxx show like it was still based around in the hotel in the hotel room, pretty much. You know, he had they- the jingles job or whatever, but. It was the hotel. Like, the only thing he could have done was take over the hotel. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when he tried to do his own, like, Lee Jingles, he started his own music career. Mm-hmm. He left the hotel, but that's where the base of everybody was. Like, nobody's going to follow him. Along yeah, with you it. can see where it went in. Fresh Prince, I, I see what you're saying, too. Because, like, once he graduated high school, I was like, yeah, the show needed to be reboot. Booted in a big way, but they couldn't do that because they were like, he's got to live with his aunt and uncle still. And it turns into a save by the bell. Yeah. Yeah. They were like in like a weird like shop. Uh, so, and you know what? Some people actually like the second, like the reboot of Save by the Bell. I didn't like it at all. I never, yeah. <laughs> there's so many Save by the Bells. It's kind of funny. Like different <laughs> versions of it, but. I always remember the beach one. Like whatever. No, that's that's, the, that's, that's the closest memorable. thing I like, but it was like. Yeah. But you kind of feel it. You feel it. Yeah. But speaking of shows that you kind of feel the end is coming, The Walking Dead. Mm. So this is the this is the juiciest one. Yeah, right. I kind of see that. That's what you call a good segue. That was perfectly teed up. But it was pretty good. It's pretty epic. But so the lead actor for The Walking Dead, Andrew Lincoln, has decided to leave the show after nine seasons. Um. You know, due to he just wants to see his family more. You know, he probably only gets to see them two times out of the year. For and you had to do that for nine years. That's rough. That's rough. And you I, gotta, mean, I, I mean, bro, when it comes when it comes to putting food on the table and stuff like that, I thug it out. 
I'll take it out to be able to make a move like that. At the same time, though, the show is not the most comfortable setting. It's probably the worst, like, set to be on because one, you're in Georgia heat. Look at all your way. You don't get any difference of weather. It's just hot. Then there's leeches and ticks feeding off you. You're in the fucking woods all the damn time. You're sweaty. You're just you're just grimy bro, bro, all the you, time. You, you, if you can bear it, bro, bear it, bro. For the check, nine years. I bet, he, I, bet, I, bet, I bet he walk into that bank with the AC and cash that check. I, I say this: nine years he bared through it, and he loved the story, and that gave him his big break. But I I feel like yeah, nine years in that heat, that's probably takes a psychological toll. You know, and you're probably just like, you know what? I passed a hundred episodes. I got my royalties. You know, y'all gotta pay me whenever y'all use my likeness and stuff like that for the toys and whatnot. I'm good. He's good, bro. I I would thug it out for nine years in that Georgia heat, bro. <laughs> because that's not easy. Cause All that, spray. Because you gotta awesome. remember that that show didn't have a, a 22 episode seasons. It just had like 12 to 16. So that's a long ass mm-hmm. journey to get to that amount. But what they're saying is that they want to continue the show past. With him gone, and then have his the other guy with the crossbow, Daryl, mm-hmm. be the lead guy. I've never gotten The Walking Dead, just to say that. That's okay. But, I, yeah. <laughs> but, but, um, whew. and they're willing to pay this man $20 million to accept. For, for its fan base, it's. Feels like the end. For. <laughs> I don't know. You only got one or two OG. You cast. you have you have a prop. For oh yeah, I got Negan's. Head. I got base. I got his baseball bat, Lucille. So so she like is a vampire bat. It's I don't I don't know. It's, it's I I, I want to say I want to say like yo like you should kind of just spin end it. it off. I mean, because you could you could kind of spin it off because, like I say, at the same time, like ironically, they do have a spin. Yeah, off. they have they have their own they have their own fan base because, like, you have people who really just like zombie stuff, like gory kind of yeah. stuff, and for it to be like you know the Walking Dead and the main character to leave and somebody take its spot, that's I think that's the gap in the bridge. Like that's the like, and in the world of the show, the balance right in, there. in the world of the show, people are like, yeah, he's gonna die. Because in that show, it's like, what is he going to do? Just say, oh, yeah, I'm moving to, like, England. I'm, go- I'm going to England. Yeah, to End up, it's like, you have to die. Yeah. And they fucked it up because his son in the comic books is still alive. And he's, like, he's trying to t- raise his son and be like, hey, like, I'm not going to be here forever. And when I die, you're going to take the mantle. Mm-hmm. But the show, the show, the show showrunner last season decided it would be more interesting to kill off the sun. The sun. <laughs> and now Andrew Lincoln's like, all right, well now it's time for me to do because the journey's the journey's it, it's kind of ruined now. Yeah. It's kind of because it was all about me. Yeah, because it's the 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 kid was on the show from the beginning and he's practically like eighteen or nineteen. This was his show. This was going to be like if yeah, it, this, yeah. If Andrew Lincoln had said, you know what, I'm tired after nine seasons, I'm I'm out. It would have been good because they still would have had the OG son and it would have made sense thematically. But they fucked it so hard that it's just like, you know, I don't think I'm I'm like best case scenario. It goes past season nine to season 10 and 11. 
That's the best case. Best case. But then people are going to be like, the ratings are going to get so low that it's just like, you know, <laughs> they might as well do something where Rick wakes up and the last season was a dream and his son is still alive and then just retcon the whole thing. It's not, it's not <laughs> good. I was like I said, I've never, I was never a Walking Dead fan, but it's just that makes sense to you though. They, no, because like I said, it's this person who's just like because first off, they all met on the strength of trying to save their own lives. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, yeah. But but like you said, like to have like to pass the torch to like your son is like all right, where you living in this world and you got to survive. Like that's a better handoff. But not, not just be like, yeah, this is my homie and his baby girl on the show is only like. Two or three, so they, uh, they they can't be like. Uh. The only way I can see it working is if they jump forward in time, yeah, yeah, and the yeah. daughter is like, you know, fourteen or fifteen, and then nah, Daryl's like, you oh, go. you didn't say that part. I forgot about it because no, but I forgot that he had a daughter because they barely show her on the show because she's getting taken care of by other people. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the, I think that might be the. So here's how we do it: Walking Dead continuation after his his exit. Just fast forward 10, 13 years. During his exit. During his exit. And Rick Grimes is dead. Daryl's alive. And he's taking care of Rick's daughter, Jew, I can't, Jew, uh, Judith. And Judith is now, you know, being trained by this hunter guy. And he's an archer, yeah. Yeah, so. See, now, so, see, now, that, now that's a plot. So now this right reinvigorates. This extends the season by at least five more seasons. But do they do it? Probably not. We'll see. We'll see. I don't think they have enough sense to do that because they 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 got left in a bad place. Their showrunner left that show after killing off Carl, uh, Rick's son, and then he moved to the spinoff show because they needed to fix that apparently. And so he's fucking that show up now. So <laughs> you know, get so, your hands off shit, bro. Yeah. So so now so now fans are in a, a weird place. But that's all I got to say about The Walking Dead. <laughs> Like, good luck, cause other chick is leaving too. Other actress is leaving because she uh, uh uh she wasn't getting paid enough. You know, I didn't know that the girl from um Black Panther started on Walking Dead. That was the that was her. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Michonne. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, yeah. I knew that. We but she had a wig on. Yeah, yeah. And Walking Dead. But well, we were in there. We were like, yeah. For show for Walking Dead, she kicks ass on the show and in the movies. She's got a sword on the show and stuff. But yeah, but yeah, the other that was dope when I found that out. Yeah, the other actress she she's leaving the show for another show on ABC, and she's like, yeah, I'm only gonna be around for six episodes this new season of The Walking Dead, and then I'm out. And so now we're like, oh no, well, you're dead, you're dead too. Tied to the Georgia Heat, the Georgia Heat just makes people crazy. Shit, but that's all. I, that's all I got. For this episode That sounds about it bro Yeah so I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, fun episode Until next time I'm Daniel Thompson I'm Alvin Williams Peace We out